Hey, this is Gengar Greasy, and you're listening to the Poke Tower Podcast. All right, we're live. Yo, what is up, Poke Tower, and welcome into episode 101. Uh, what's up, everyone? How's it going? Been a been a cool. Um, little break that we had so we didn't put out a episode last tuesday if you guys weren't following you guys are just now joining in uh we are at three digits deep in our episodes now we have 100 episodes under the uh belt so i guess you could say we're a little bit of like uh, experts at this or pros but um (laughs) still putting down the same stuff each week just a collectible podcast doing uh digimon pokemon dragon ball and uh Yu-Gi-Oh. so if you guys are into that you guys like that please keep listening to the podcast and give us a like a follow a subscribe uh, leave a comment down below of what you would like to hear. And also come join our Discord, where our community is popping. It's dope. Um, everyone there uh, likes to help out and give their two cents on whether something should be bought, not bought. If something has a scratch, it's overpriced. It's not overpriced. It's just a lot of good information inside that group and a really good crowd. So if you guys like that kind of stuff, come join the Discord. Uh, 101. That's it. Nothing changed around here. Uh, what do we got new? All right, guys, welcome to episode 101 of the Poke Tower podcast. Thank you guys for stopping by. We do have a live audience today. We have Card Habit, Skylar, Ivan, Josh, Alpha. What's up, guys? Thank you guys for showing up early and on time. Uh, We got a lot of stuff for episode 101. I'm I'm excited to get back in the uh, swing of things. You know, episode 100 was just kind of like a get to talk to you guys and relax type of thing. Uh, The two-year anniversary was also just... Uh, a super fun thing to do where we're opening up tons of packs. Um, so, what was I, what was I going to say? Oh, anniversary, so, right? Yeah. If you're just a if you're just a Spotify or Apple listener or Google or wherever you're listening, uh, you probably missed the two year anniversary. We, we opened like over 250 booster packs. It's on YouTube. Check it out. Um, we there was a ton of stuff that was pulled. A ton of stuff. Really fun. Um, yeah, just a good time. But now we're we're back to business. We're ready to roll. And uh, Back we have to basics, baby. Two. We have two new segments tonight. I think you guys will like them not a lot. And it's funny because we're always trying to think of new ways to get better. And sometimes, sometimes just being simple and sticking to the basics, like Devin said, is is the best thing you could possibly do. So two new segments. Uh, but I don't think it's going to be much of a surprise. I just think it's um really cool stuff. Uh, so there you guys go. Um, if you're new here, welcome. We'll we'll be here <laughs> we'll be here for the rest of the year, and uh, just putting out everything we know about our favorite collectibles. Okay, here we go. Let's get this party started. We're gonna start the show off today with a brand new segment. Brand new segment. We call this one Pack of the Week. Here we go. Yep, that's right. Mm, yeah, what we got going on here. New segment time, huh? That light's bright. So, Pack of the Week is a brand new segment. Where we're going to take a booster pack and we're going to open it up on the podcast. Why are we doing this? Well, because we are a collectibles podcast. And what kind of trading card podcast doesn't open up trading cards? So what I've done here is I've chosen Digital Hazard this week. This is sick. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, like this. I've chosen Digital Hazard uh, from Digimon, EXO2. And I've just put some highlights on screen for you guys. So there's a picture of the pack. And then you got the three hits, the three biggest hits in the set we're looking for. You know, and my expectation is not to pull these, but obviously, if we do this for a year straight, I bet you we're going to get some good hits here and there. Um, so, all this is is just a fun way to start the show, and here we go. Let's start pack of the week, Digital Hazard. 
Sponsored by G Store. Go to gstore.com. If you don't know what it is, click the link in the description. It's my mom's trading card store. That's where we get the stuff from. Here we go. Let's see what we got. Digital hazard. Open like butter, too. Dude, I got Just, these, dude. I'm getting better. I'm getting better at Digimon. Watch this. Locomon. Yep. I'm good, dude. Davy Dramon? Yep. Lobmon. <laughs> Gorilla Mon. <laughs> yep. ADR9 Gatekeeper. ADR3 Pendulum Feet. High Speed Plugin. ADR2 Searcher. Jerry. ADR1 Jerry. There's one rare. It's uh, a AI and Mako. I and Mako. A and Mako. I don't know how to say I. All right, here we go. What's behind me? Ah, it's a Renamon rare. Okay, so no major foil this week. And uh, that is the pack of the wheat. Digimon Digital Hazard. <laughs> I think we pulled all the heat for you guys. Uh, but yeah, just a fun way to start the show. Opening up a pack. That's it, guys. That's pack of the week. That was it. Real quick, real short and simple. Moving on Easy, breezy, to Done. our next segment. This one's called Grade It. Here we go. What up, Eddie? Grade It. What is Grade It? Well, as you can see, we have this camera still on screen. Um, and Grade It is a segment about cards that I have. Literally, like, the hundreds of cards that I have in my card savers. I'm just going to grab one every week, and we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about the condition of the card, the, the my specific card, how it looks, what I think it can grade, the different things I'm seeing on the card, and then we're also going to talk about the prices and how this can be profitable or how this we can lose money, right? Um, remember, like, I grade stuff. Everything has a reason. I don't just, like, grade stuff because. Um, and even if something isn't profitable, you can at least look at the numbers and acknowledge, hey, if I grade this thing, I might lose 10 bucks, right? So... Here we go. PSA is our preferred grading company. We ain't going to talk about that other crap today. We got a Tyranitar V. This is from Battle Styles, I believe. So this is not the alt art. This is just a regular full art, but it's got some texture, right? So for me, looking at Tyranitar, it's a full art. It's a textured card. It is a fan favorite card, and I pulled it out of a pack. So this this cost me, you know, dollars, right? I didn't go out and buy this raw, but when we look at the stats, maybe you'll see... What I'm talking here pretty soon. Pack of the week is sick. All right, here we go. So this is Tyranitar V. Now, I don't know if you guys will be able to see in detail like I can, but at least we can talk about some things, right? So here we go. Tyranitar V. Let's take them out of the pack. This is pack fresh, okay, because I pulled it myself. Um, so, oh, wow, that looks really nice. Um, first thing I'm looking at here, you know, is centering. The centering is not terrible. Now, on top... Up here, it's a little fatter than it is down bottom. What am I looking at? I'm looking at the silver borders all the way around the card. And you can see on top that it's slightly fatter than it is on bottom, but it's not by much. It's not much of an eyesore. Left to right is almost darn perfect, right? <clears throat> so you could say that this border here falls within a 60 to 40 margin, right? 60 up here, 40 down here. It's not 70-30. It's not 80-20. So this, this falls within a PSA 10 standard in terms of centering. Um, you look at the foil, there's, so, there's, I mean, you could scratch these cards, but it's not likely, uh, but here, take a look. I'm hitting the glare. What I'm trying to do is I'm looking for scratches and common places you can find scratches are on the black foil here because there's no texture there. So you'll see it 
much easier because there's just a gloss. There's a gloss surface. So you look for scratches, you're looking for like little dents and things like that. And of course, you know, this card being as fresh as it gets, <laughs> there's really not much on there. So let's take a look at the back. Here's the back. Now, the biggest thing that, that we can talk about with, you know, getting a PSA 9 versus a PSA 10 is going to be nicks, corner nicks. That, that's going to be in any genre, any card. You want to check these corners. As soon as you see white, expect a 9, right? And that's if everything else is perfect. If you see multiple spots of white, expect an 8, right? Like, that's just, that's the easiest way to do this. Um, but, you know, there's nothing on these corners. There's absolutely nothing on any of these corners. It's a great looking card, right? Now what I'm doing yeah, is I'm checking, bad. huh? It's not bad. Now I'm checking the surface. I'm trying to see if there are any print lines, like horizontal or vertical lines that are just from a factory uh, printer. I'm not seeing anything. I'm also looking for any scratches. Maybe maybe this thing got scratched when it was being packed up. And there's just absolutely nothing on this card. There's just <laughs> it's it's packed fresh. Um, you know, and you can expect this with most modern Pokemon, like. Unless it's some of the sets that have bad bad quality control, but battle styles is just like, I mean, there's nothing here, guys. Nothing on it. We'll look at the centering again. Most times, your centering will mirror what's on the front. That's not true all the time, but most times you'll see that, but you'll see what I'm talking about here. Everything looks pretty congruent with the front. Now, the back actually looks a little bit better here. You can kind of see it, like, see how it's a little bit thinner over here? See how it's a little thinner and then it kind of gets fatter as we go this way? That's something to consider, but the thing with PSA standards is that they're going to give you a little more leeway on the back. This still doesn't break an 80-20 ratio for centering. Because remember, the front, you get upwards of a 60-40 threshold for centering. On the back, you get upwards of 80-20 on a PSA 10, right? So... There's nothing there that says this is, you know, not even 70, 30. This is very close to, you know, 45, 55. Um, right here is a little thin, but it's not terrible. So that's all the stuff I'm looking at. And this looks like a PSA 10 candidate. It's and That's just being honest. That's not like me being biased. It's just real simple. You know, there's nothing to complain about. The worst thing that could happen right now is me touching this card like crazy. That's what's, that's the worst thing. Um, but I want to say that this looks like a PSA 10. Now we need to look at the stats, though. Like, really... Do we really want to grade this Tyranitar V? Well, let's let's take a look. And sometimes the answer is no. It's not always yes. Okay? So we'll just put this right here. Boom, boom. There's your Tyranitar. Check this out. Here are the stats. The average price raw on this card is $3.99. That's, that's per TCG player. Um, I could not find any PSA 8 prices. There's just none. Um, there was one sale on a PSA 9 for $40. And then there was multiple sales of a 10 that averaged 74. So that means there were some that were under 74. There were some that were over 74. But on average, they sold for $74 plus shipping. Me personally, I just do free shipping on pretty much everything. Um, unless it's very specific occasions, I won't. Um, but here's an example. Let's break it down. Let's say you get a 10. Let's say you list it for $74, right? So um, I would grade this economy with PSA, which is going to be $30. You could grade it um, bulk, which would be $22 right now. However, the issue is you might not get this card for six to nine months. This opportunity may have already passed by then. I can tell you that economy takes about two, three months because I've been getting my economy orders back in about two, three months periods, which is cool for me. That's perfect. 
Um, so I would I would opt for economy. It's thirty bucks versus twenty two. You're losing eight dollars. Sometimes that could mean the world, though. Eight dollars could literally mean the world. You'll see what I'm talking about here at the end. Uh, your cost of goods thirty to thirty eight bucks. That's grading. That's grading the card, buying the card, and then shipping the card to PSA, right? Because shipping the card to PSA costs money. It's like four or five bucks, depending on what you use. Buying the card is four bucks. Grading the card is going to be twenty two to thirty bucks. Your fees on eBay, if you were to sell it for $74, is going to be 12% plus 30 cents. So 12% plus 30 cents comes out to $9.18. That's your fee for a $74 card. Shipping, five bucks. On average, shipping usually costs me like $385 to $450 something. So I'm just going to say five because you got to buy a mailer and all that stuff too, right? Tape, whatever you need. Total profit for this specific card, if you get a 10 and you paid the prices that I'm talking about, you're talking about $21.82 to $29.92. Um, $21 being an economy fee for $30. Uh, $29 meaning you got bulk and you somehow made it out on top. People are still paying that price. Um, and those are, those, those are the things that I look at when I'm grading cards. And this is a great candidate, right? Like I think for me, it goes beyond um, it goes beyond the price it's just Tyranitar. Like, I think there's a lot of Tyranitar um, people out there. I think that Battle Style specifically, although is not the best set in the world, it's also one of the lowest graded modern sets there are. Go look at the PSA Pops. You want to know why? Because PSA closed right around the time this bad boy dropped. So it just like dropped off. There's just nothing there. Go look at the pop reports. I think there is a small market there. And I also think that there's a large market for Tyranitar. So I think people will be looking for good Tyranitar grades. I think it's a great piece to have in your inventory. I'm not saying it's a hot seller. It's not the best seller in the world, but it's something that if you are grading cards to sell and build your collection, this is one of those cards. It's like, it's kind of a no brainer when you do the math. Um, obviously if you, you know, if it took you a booster box to pull this, it's a little different. You kind of have some losses here and there, but do the math per card and you kind of see what works out. But there you go. That's the end of our second 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 segment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Grade it, grade it. Okay, we're gonna be doing this every week, right? There's so many cards that I have to share with you guys, um, and we can do this for pretty much any genre, any TCG. Um, yeah, and like I said, I'm I'm grading a lot of cards every month, so this is something that you will see every week for till the end of time. It's just I have cards on tap. Okay. So hopefully you guys like the two new segments this week. We had Pack of the Week and we had Grade It. You got anything on that? No, that was dope. I liked it. Very in-depth. There you go. Clear, there's the, the number. It, there's, I'm breaking down the numbers right in front of you guys. This is, this is literally what I do all the time. All right. That's it for Grade It this yep. week. Moving on to the TCG Battle Royale. Here we go. All right, TCG Battle Royale. It's been a few weeks. It's been about, ah, it's been about 10 days, maybe 10, yeah, 10, 12 days um, since we did a TCG Battle Royale. But if you're new here, this segment is about the four TCGs we talk about, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Dragon Ball, Digimon, and we compare their newest sets. That way, if you are a collector of each set um, and you don't have all the money in the world, you will be able to prioritize which sets you want to buy, right? Um, Because we kind of give you a quick synopsis of each one. What else? Um, Oh, there's a handful of new sets this week. So this will be really fun. And it was very hard for me to pick 
very hard for me to pick because these are these are all around release date sets, which makes it tough because everything sounds good on release date. What really makes it a good set is when you wait <laughs> six to eight weeks before, you know, after it's released, then you kind of see what's lingering around. Um, but here we go. TCG Battle Royale, number one this week. I'm going with Dragon Ball Super Dawn of the Z. Uh, it dropped about a week and a half ago, maybe. Uh, yeah. Case prices, $1,091 for 12, 12 boxes. That is going to be the highest amongst any case you see here today. Excuse me. The box price is $87.95. That's not terrible, um, considering it has a God Rare in the set. However, take a look at Realm of the Gods right now. Realm of the Gods is around 200 to 250 bucks a booster box. It would behoove of you to maybe secure some boxes for your sealed collection at 90 bucks, right? Like that you when you look in retrospect, I can pay 90 right now. Or I can pay two fifty in about six months because that's about what Realm of the Gods has done. Um, now I know there was a handful of you in the Discord that said, "Hey, uh, I think you know, I think that Dawn of the Z is not going to be as good as Realm of the Gods because Vegeta is better than Bardock." That was a valid argument. We'll see in the weeks coming by, but as of right now, they are almost identical. Almost identical. Top four cards in the set. Come out to $2,844.50. E. Yeah, that's with the God Rare in there. So the God Rare, um, two secret rares. Uh, yeah, God Rare, three secret rares, actually. Um, comes out to $2,844.50. The uh, Goku is obviously, believe it or not, this Super Saiyan 4 right here mm-hmm. is actually mm-hmm. worth more than the Goku right now in TCG Player. That's Vegito, right? Uh, honest, Yeah, I think so. I'm not, I'm not positive. Yeah, I think I think it's Vegito. I think it's a SS4 Vegito. Yep. I was looking at that card. Yeah, <clears throat> Goku card too. Josh, I'm glad you like the new segment. Thanks. All right. Um I didn't I didn't even realize it was from the new set. I was just I just saw it. I was like going down a yeah. rabbit hole on eBay and I was like, oh dude, look at that card. That's a cool card. Yeah, he's he's got the Goku Watch. beat. He's got the, well the Goku's like two hundred plus right now, but he's got the Goku beat. Um but pay attention to Dawn of the Z. Uh the the Bardock is definitely not an eight hundred dollar card. We will talk about that later tonight, but he's well over twelve hundred bucks. Um, and I mean, rightfully so. It's a god rare. I it's hard. Like you can't even find him on TCG Play right now. And my guess is because card shops are just sending them to grading, and they'd rather get the three thousand, four thousand dollar bill than the fifteen hundred to two thousand dollar bill. That's my guess. I could be wrong about that, but um, that's what I think because everything's listed on eBay. There are no sales on TCG Player. A handful of sales on eBay. So um, there you guys go. I'm putting this at number one this week because this this is a set where I see the Bardock not going down in price and the booster box is not going down in price. So when all these other sets that you see at the second, third, and fourth spot drop over time, this will be the one that sticks. Much like Realm of the Gods. I think very similar to Realm of the Gods. <clears throat> so for value and for collecting, he's just the top dog. There's not a card in any of these sets can, that can compete with that God Ray right now. All right, moving on. Number two, Digimon X Record. Um, this is the oldest set of the bunch. Now, the reason why it's number two this week is because the case prices have actually gone up. And 
This set has been out for like close to a month now. The box price has barely dropped. The box price barely dropped a dollar since the last time we talked about it, right? So it was like it was like 84 something last time we talked about it. It's 83.88 now. Barely dropped. Um, can you get it cheaper in some places? Of course you could. Um, the top four cards is actually higher now. $227.73. So both secret both secret rares and a couple alt arts went up in price. Um and then 14 cards in this set break the $15 price point, which is up from last time we talked about. I think it was 12 or 13 last time. It's now 14. Uh, so this is still a very solid set. And it's one of the, I mean, it's it's not, I don't know. It's not surprising for Digimon. This is like, this is what they do, right? It'll be interesting to see when this set is like two, three months old, if it's still above 80 bucks a box. But like, this is a strong price for Digimon. We're, we're used to seeing high 60s, low 70s. Um, but for something to stick 80 plus dollars after a month, it's pretty darn good. All right. That's number two, number three this week. And this is the, well, check this out. This is the difference too. compare these two sets, compare Dragon Ball Super Dawn of the Z to X record. Which one are we going to remember more by next year? It's going to be Dawn of the Z. It, that God rare will, will will out I mean look the god rare itself outprices an entire case of Digimon. Yeah. 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 Good. Number 3 this week. Pokémon Lost Origin. Just dropped. Um now this is interesting cuz they got the case of 6 boxes. Uh I could Is it always been 6? It's been 6, right? Yeah, Pokémon's always been 6. It's 6? It's Yu-Gi-Oh and Dragon Ball and Digimon that do 12. That's oh, okay. right. That's right. So yeah, six oh nine ninety two. So this is interesting because you can buy a case for six oh nine ninety two, um, which is like six hundred dollars, six hundred and one dollars and some change per box, or a hundred one. My bad, ooh, a hundred one dollars per box and some change. Or you can just buy a single box for ninety six dollars. So a single box is actually cheaper right now. Um, usually it's the other way around. It, that's kind of weird. But anyways, yeah, I, I saw that with Digimon too, though. Like, look how expensive that case box is. That case price is. Um, mm. ninety six bucks is pretty. Uh, it's pretty normal for Pokemon. Like, it, that might be kind of low. Um, you know who's this is TCG player. I know people on eBay are probably charging a lot more. Um, and then the four top cards, right? The top four cards, four hundred seventy three dollars and fifty nine cents. That that includes these alts right here, and then one other uh alt in the set. And there are 12 cards in the set that break the $15 price point. Here's, here's the bad news. The 12 cards that break the $15 price point are all secret rares and or alt arts. That's tough. You know what I mean? Chase, what's up? Yeah. Tony, what's up? What up? Um, I do like that Aerodactyl and I really like that Giratina. But again, uh, yeah. com- compare it. Aerodactyl's dope and the Giratina's dope too. Compare it to Digimon, though. Compare it to Digimon. You can get a box for 83 bucks. There's 14 cards in the set that break that $15 price point. And then you go to Pokemon, and it's almost 100 bucks a box, and there are even less cards in the set that break that um, $15 price point. So it's like you're paying more money for increased odds. That's all you're doing. Um, and that's why Pokemon falls to number three, uh, because I just don't see Giratina being someone that can carry the weight you know, of Pokemon is a great, great Pokemon. I think, especially with Halloween around the corner, I think, you know, that's 
it was great for Pokemon to do this, but look at Brilliant Stars, the Zard in there. Look at how that set's holding up. It's only being held up by Charizard. And you could argue that Aerodactyl is a better alt art than Machamp. Mm, I we'll see. You know what I mean? Um, we'll see. Like, I just I think we're gonna see the same I trend. Want, I want to know why they keep picking these like off the wall Pokemon to be alt arts. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm, I don't know. Aerodactyl's cool. Aerodactyl's cool. You know what I mean? But like, right, Machamp. Machamp. Well, that's the thing. Like, that's like the tops executor, like executor, like alt or something. It's like, come on, dude. Like, that's the no, funny thing wants. about this, though. That's the that's the thing I can't wrap my head around. Is that you know these alt arts are pretty much the same rarity. You know what I mean? Um, but the community picks which alt art is the best one. Uh, you know, and it's. With Pokemon, yeah, there's some playability, but, you know, like, mainly, the majority of Pokemon people are going to be collecting this stuff, and they're going to be trying to sell it. Um, and they usually just pick a fan favorite, and that they make that the most expensive one. Uh, but I think as time goes on, I think we'll, we're going to start to realize, like, you know, an Altart is an Altart, <laughs> much like Digimon. Uh, but Digimon's a little different because there's a little more playability there. Right, like they really care about the playability, whereas Pokemon is just like Aerodactyl V is going to be the best one. And it's like, well, it's just because the masses chose that one. That's uh, a very interesting thing to think about. Um, but you know, it would be a lot cooler if they had like maybe they kept the rainbows, right? They keep the rainbows because they only put like seven rainbows in a set, or whatever. Yeah, you know? but you got like rainbows, you got golds, you got alts, you got. I mean, right, and then just throw in like two two alts, you know, throw in two alts of like some fairly popular pokemon you know right well giratina i think giratina was a solid choice um I, it's better than oh, astral yeah, no, radiance giratina, you know no giratina is definitely a solid choice and that card's cool but think about the other what like six altars that are in there or eight or whatever that are in there that right that are just like but, hey, whatever you know what i mean you know like like a greedent alt like what what is that for i'd be willing to bet i'd be willing to bet that the secret rare goku and Dawn of the Z will be more expensive than Giratina in a year's time. And that's that's literally why Dawn of the Z is going to beat everyone today. Because Giratina got, got nothing on Bardock, right? It doesn't... I, think about the pool rates. People are saying, oh, it's 1 in 700. How many packs is that? You know what I mean? How many cases is that? It's probably the same as a God Rare. But how come people aren't pricing Giratina the same as his God Rare? You know what I mean? So... Pokemon's got some stuff to figure out because I, I just think if you if you actually take a second to like think about the pool rates and the numbers and stuff like stuff doesn't add up you know um it's only priced out for the people that basically get in first and after that it's a it's a very slippery slope on Pokemon prices and I just don't think they're gonna stick I don't think they stick as well as Digimon does Digimon does you know because of their competitive meta they just stick much better than than these Pokemon come and go prices um. But yeah, compare any card here to any of the cards in Dawn of the Z. It ain't going to happen. You know what I mean? All right. Number four this week. Yu-Gi-Oh! Tactical Masters. So Tactical Masters, this is the only uh, set that we're looking at. It's the second oldest set on this list, by the way. Um, but it's down in all four categories. Now, 
you can look at that two ways, right? Like, oh, red is bad, red is bad. Well, red also means that it's cheaper, and that's a good thing for us, right? So it's not always about like, well, it's all red, so that means it takes last place. It doesn't really look like that. It's just comparing it to these other sets, you know what I mean? Um, so case price of Yu-Gi-Oh! Tactical Masters, $569. That's down. The box price, $52.70. Last time we covered this, it was like $53. So we're talking dimes here, right? It's not by much. Um, the top four cards have dropped down to $327.54. And there are 16 cards in the set that break the $15 price point. Now you say, well, that's pretty darn good. You got to remember there's 15 collector rares. So only one card in the set besides a collector rare breaks the $15 price point. I don't really like that. You know, especially when we talked about the collector rare pool rates, right? Maybe one in every three boxes. If you get one box and you hit one, you're doing great. But it's like, if it takes you the full three boxes, it's not going to be too hot, right? There's only one other card that's not a collector rare that breaks the $15 price point. So like now trying to part those uh, play sets and things like that, it you're going to be pinching pennies to try and make back, you know, what you can get. Um... And I just think, uh, I think this is where, where Yu-Gi-Oh belongs, you know, like it's cheap. I, I like the price at $52 a box. I really do. Um, but when you, when you talk about mem most memorable sets, I think you'll remember Lost Origin over Tactical Masters. <laughs> I think, um, Digimon is in its category of its own because so many people play the damn game. Um, and they really care about their meta that you can't really say, well, what about X record? Who's going to remember X record? The players are literally carrying this, that specific set, right? Um, and that Deathmon just keeps going up. Just his price keeps going up, just inch by inch. But then you look at Dawn of the Z. Dawn of the Z will be remembered the most out of all these sets. So, looking at our our uh, battle royale here, you got Dawn of the Z at number one. You got X Record at number two. It's just staying there um, because I I still like I still like your odds with with X record, right? You know, you're probably going to pull a secret rare. <laughs> you're probably going to pull a secret. rare. I think the cheapest secret rare is like 35 bucks. That's not terrible. You're, that's almost half your box right there. I like that. I really like those odds. I would, I would gamble on that day in, day out. And that's not just me as a Digimon fan. That's me as a gambler. Like I like that play. Um, Lost origin takes number three this week. I got to see some compelling evidence for it to be number two, because again, like there's just more value in Digimon. And not only that, there's better odds to get that value. That's the main thing. That's the main difference between those two because there could be more value in Pokemon, but the odds are not in your favor. Um, and then number uh, four this week, Yu-Gi-Oh! Tactical Masters. Not because it's a bad set. It's just I think you're going to remember all these other sets. As a collector who collects all four, you'll probably want to buy one of the others before you buy uh, Tactical Masters. You know what I mean? What was that? You see that? Do you see that? Can you hear me? I can't hear you. Yeah, what, what just happened? Um, your screen was moving left and right all on its own. You saw that, right? I just saw that too. I was like, what, what, what what's happening to my screen? That was creeping me out, dude. That's creeping me out. I was like, what is going on? What the heck was that all about? Dude, oh my I don't, gosh. I, don't know. I was freaked out too. I was just sitting here like, what? What is that? I saw you like sliding to the left and sliding to the right. I was like, um, okay. That's why I looked down. At, I looked down at the mouse and I was like, did I touch it? And I was like, no, I didn't. I don't even know how you could move that on my screen. That would be I weird. Don't. Okay. 
There you guys go. Uh, that's it for the Battle Royale this week. We've got a handful of new sets. We'll be talking about Dawn of the Z here in a bit so that you you know, you know can rest at ease. That, trust me, I got the facts to prove. I got the facts to prove this stuff, okay? We're getting hacked, man. It's crazy. All right, here we go. Spooky season. Moving on to Pokemon this week. Let's do it. Who's that Pokemon? All right. Yeah. Covering every Pokemon expansion since the beginning. Last time we talked about this, we were on EX Sandstorm. This week, we are on EX Dragon. You guys know how this goes. We're going to look at the price prices. Then we're going to move into the top 12 cards and their PSA populations. Okay, here we go. Let's take a look. Why is that not organized? There we go. All right. Number one on the list, Charizard, which I think is... Ac- this is actually one of my favorite Charizards um, in terms of like... Secret rare Charizards. I think he's one of the best. I think he's one of the most slept on too. Like people don't people don't pay attention to this one. Two seventy two. Ray Gaza EX one seventy eight. Yeah. Dragonite EX one twenty three. Charmander secret rare seventy one. That's not bad. Nope. Nope. Not bad at all when you consider the price of a box and the odds to pull one. Uh, Latias EX sixty one. But when you think of it as it being a secret rare from a set like that, like in seventy one, all right. Um, Latios EX fifty seven. Charmeleon fifty six. Ampharos EX fifty. Salamac Salamence forty five. <laughs> Absol Hollow forty one. Kingdra EX thirty three. Mm-hmm. McCargo EX 31 and that makes that is the top 12 there's some other EX's here like Muck mm. Gollum okay but that's the top 12 cards right here from 270 down to 31 okay now let's take a look at the PSA pops here we go boom these are sick cards by the way I love I love the idea I, w- I wish we had another dragon set and I'm not talking about like a little slouchy dragon set like we need something hardcore like this I like how they put Charizard in the set, you know what I mean? Even though he's not technically a dragon. Yeah. Um, Charizard. 146 tens. Ray Gaza. 96 tens. Dragonite. Oh, wait. That's crazy. What? 90 tens. Charmander. 89 tens. Latias. 50 tens. And Latios. 44 tens. What's up? What's the problem? No, it's just crazy. Like the secret rare has more, has more. Like, well, I, I mean, we've talked about this though. Remember, well, I'm the, trying. To, I'm trying to add them. I'm trying to add them up, and I still think that the secret rare has more pop in total through the PSA eight, nine, and ten, even over the Ray Gaza. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, <clears throat> um, yeah, it definitely does. You just add these three versus these three, but this is what I like. This is what I really like about EX cards, and this is what I've been trying to explain to you guys over the last few weeks and why I'm collecting EX cards. You guys, I know you guys have seen, you know, I've been buying EX cards. Why? They are simply harder to grade than just a standard holofoil, right? Look at all this. So this is why there are 96 of these, 90 of these, 50 of these, 44 of these versus 89 versus 146, right? Because look at all this surface area, and then look at all this surface area, like... The EX cards have a lot, they're a lot harder to grade and they're, but the rarity also merits it too, right? EX are not easy to pull. This is not like a slouch pool. So that's why like when I look at EX cards, I'm like, dude, there's, there's something going on here because you know, 
they're just they're really hard to get uh and then on top of that the condition right like so it's just a perfect and they're vintage these are from older sets right the original ex cards you, you don't get them anymore so there's like a recipe just for like some serious collecting um the Charizard I really like. There's been multiple times where I've almost pulled a trigger on like a PSA 7, PSA 8. Uh, but honestly, I like the Dragonite a lot here. I like the Dragonite. Um, yeah, I would probably go for Dragonite out of everyone on this list. Dragonite and then Charizard. I like the Latios-Latias pair here. Um, but I feel like to hit gold with them, you have to get a 9 or better. Because they're, I just don't think they're popular enough for someone to to want to break on an eight. You know what I mean? Like if you bought yeah. one, graded it, and you want to sell it, like I don't think people are like, I need it so bad that I'll get an eight. I just don't. I think that that window of like potential customers like shrinks. But if you have a nine or a ten in the pair, I think that's big. Um, Dragonite, I think, has enough fan power, enough hype behind him that people will want eights. I would I would take an eight. That's the way I think of it. Um, Ray Gaza, same thing. I think people would buy eight um, just on his lore alone. He's a very popular character. And you could say the same for Charizard. I would be afraid of a Charmander. I think you got to go high with this. I think you should you should take your time and try to get a nine or a ten with him. Because he's just not as... I mean, think about it. Let's say I said you could pay, you know, five... Let's say you could go 700 for a PSA 8 on a Charizard, and then you can go 700 for PSA 8 on a Charmander. I'm pretty sure everyone's going to opt for this guy first. So, like, that's why I think you have to kind of go for a higher grade on him. Um, but these are all solid cards. I would I would definitely uh, venture into looking on what you could get them for raw and grade and, like, take a look. I think this is a great set uh, that a lot of people don't pay attention to. I think a lot of people are intimidated by it. I think a lot of people don't know about it. Like, there's just, there's just this recipe to be like, you could go out and snipe these bad boys because Tony, not not every Pokemon collector knows about this stuff, you know, and I know that sounds weird because we all nerd out on this stuff, but go ahead and ask someone like, hey, name the three secret rares in EX Dragon. They'd be like, uh, oh, <laughs> name, name three EX, EX hollows and EX Dragon. They're like, um, Chorzord. It's like, yeah. So there you go. Right. Let's look at the back half of this set or the bottom 12. You got Charmeleon with 79 tens. And this is actually a nice Charmeleon. I like this one. Amphros, again. Amphros has been in a handful of sets, uh, and he's always in the top sets. Uh, the top 12, at least. 38 remember, 10s. He's the only electric type in Johto. Salamak, 71 10s. Absol, 24 10s. So that one's... Absol might be something you might want to watch out for. Um, Kingdra, 81 10s. And Macargo, 83 10s. So in terms of in terms of like PSA pops, it looks like this Amphros might be the play. Huh? Salamax kinda dope. Salamax kinda dope. Yeah. Yeah, and um I mean his grades are pretty pretty low. Like you might be able to squeeze an eight on that and do really well. Cause do you think there are seventeen Salamence PSA eights, you know, eBay on on eBay right now? Probably not. No. There's no. probably like less than five, I bet. Yeah. PSA eights. Cause it it'd be hard. To, it'd be hard to say that the are those every, are those secret? No, those aren't secrets. Those no, just they're just hollows. Right? Yeah, yeah. It would be foolish to say that every single owner, right? Let's say there's 17 different owners that they're all like, oh, let's all list on eBay. It's not likely. 
um, there's there's probably four to six owners that are willing to sell theirs, and the rest are all holding it. So very, just because it's a low pop, I think you know that's another way of looking at things too. Is like, well, that means there's less out there that are on for sale, you know, and that's an opportunity to list one for sale. <clears throat> I like this set a lot though. I throw all, I get I get the dragon stuff. Macargo is kind of weird that they threw them in there. Um. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that either. Amphros, uh, I don't know about that. Um, I think they make he come, becomes he a does, dragon right when, when he, he goes mega. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I, to be honest, I look at this and you know, Charmeleon might be a good move to make. He is a secret rare. You know what I mean? And if you look at him, he's he's number seven on this list. So that might be a good one to like look and say, hey, can I find one of these for you know what's his price? Let me see. Go back. He's cheap. He's like fifty six, I think. Yeah, fifty six. Yeah, Psh. guys, let's do some basic math. Now, fifty six, yeah. it might be bet in half. You might have to pay seventy for. <laughs> well, well, I gotta say that you know sometimes people don't realize that. Um, yeah, that's so funny though, dude. Like you bet in half. You might have to pay. Is, though. It probably is for fifty six. You might have you to pay seventy for a mint one. But let's, I mean, just do some basic math. Okay, $70 card for Mint. Let's say I pull out a PSA 8 or 9. Oops, sorry, Devin. Uh, PSA whoa, 8 whoa, whoa, whoa. PSA whoa. eight or 9. You know what I mean? Like, you have some serious opportunity here for a secret rare, you know? Um, But me personally, I, I need to take a look at some Dragonites. I like this a lot. And then, obviously, yeah, this is a Charizard. This is a Charizard to me that I, I just like it the way it looks. Um, I feel like these three cards actually combine somehow. The Charmander, the Charmeleon, and the Charizard. I feel like they do. Maybe. You might be on to something. Yeah. Maybe they, not. They, yeah. I think they kind of tell a story Maybe. there if you combine all three yeah. of them. All right. There you guys go. That's covering every Pokemon Booster expansion from the beginning. That is EX Dragon. I have no idea what we're getting into next week. I just check on the weekly. Um, not looking ahead. All right. You got anything on that? Nope. Get yourself nope. a Salamac. Like yep. Salamac. All right. Moving on to Kaiba Corp this week. Here we go. Boom. Hey, yo, SpaghettiO. All right, guys, we're in the Kaiba Corp segment. Uh, this is a Yu-Gi-Oh segment. We're going to talk about cards that um, I find interesting and cards that are very, very rare or um, one of a kind that would normally fit inside uh, Kaiba's suitcase. This here uh, is something I wanted to bring up. I wanted to bring up because... It's basically a genre of cards. So there is maybe maybe there's a few ultimate rares out there or even elemental heroes that would like fit inside Kaiba's uh, suitcase. But for me, this would be like more like uh, no gimmick suitcase. And this is the same thing I want to like put out to you guys. These cards right here are all ultimate rares. Like, so some of them aren't, some of them aren't, they have like the, they look like uh, ultra rares on screen because like, it's really hard to tell that some of them are ultra rares in ultra rare form. But, uh, anyway, ultra rare rarity. I don't know why I said ultra rare form. What the heck? <laughs> um, but anyways, these ultimate rare cards are super sick. The texture on them is dope. I've talked about them for a very long time. And we've also touched on, uh, collector rares and how collector rares are for the collector, blah, 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 but they mimic an ultimate rare. A lot. So if you guys haven't seen an ultimate rare, it's basically a collector rare without texture all over the cards, just on the hollow part. And I believe that's it. And I think around the borders as well. There's like a little bit of texture. 
Mm-hmm. So again, these are just my favorite ultimate rare cards. Is I challenge you guys to go out and find some ultimate rare Yu-Gi-Oh cards that you guys like, like monsters that you like. Um, and even if you can't find any monster, monsters that you like, find some ultimate rares that are cheap because there's a lot out there. There's a lot of ultimate rares that are bent in half, like Denny said, that are like 50 bucks. Like, you know, like we were just talking about Dragon EX. A lot of these ultimate rares, they're going to be from older uh, tournament packs, from older sets. Um, but the good thing is a lot of them have low pops. Like a lot of people didn't want to grade them. Um, and then you're going to find a lot of them that are very cheap. So there is opportunity out there to be made on a lot of these uh, ultimate rares. But for me, I would say just go out there, grab whatever ones you want. Um, because it is going to be hard to snipe out like a really, really gem mint 10 ultimate rare. So I wouldn't shoot for that. That's going to be unrealistic. But okay. I would shoot for something that has a low pop on like a 9 or 8. So you can se- secure yourself good money. Um, but I would do it obviously with popular monsters. You're not going to want to go with like the most unpopular just because it has a low pop. But go with popular monsters. Go with um, ultimate rares. And go check different pops on all the different ultimate rares because they're very, very low. So I didn't want to cover every single ultimate rare that's out there. These are just my favorite, and they happen to be pretty low. That's because they come from a really old set. So like 2005 um, for this uh, Thunder Giant. This one right here was Enemy of Justice. It's the uh, Elemental Hero Phoenix. uh, What's it? Phoenix Enforcer or something like that. He's from Enemies of uh, Enemy of Justice, which is like 2006 or something like that. So all these ultimate rares here and my favorite ultimate rares are from older sets. So they have a hefty price on them. And it is a lot, a lot harder to uh, pick out just regular raw cards. Off the Dark the bat. Neo looks kind of sick. Yeah, no, the Dark Neo is super sick. But like I said, they're all from like a lot older sets. And everyone knows that at, uh, Elemental Heroes are like pretty popular. So again, these ones here were low pops. These are my favorites. But I recommend that you go and check out Ultimate Rare cards because I don't think they get enough attention. But once graded, and they get a good grade, like in an 8 or 9, you can sell them for quite a bit of money. You know what I mean? And I feel like this is a disconnect that a lot of people aren't doing because it's really hard to snipe them out. So I'm saying it takes a very uh, experienced collector to make some money here. But this is a very good opportunity because it steers a lot of people away. So there's a lot of good cards out there. There's a lot of good potential eight, nines out there, but you have to have a good eye. You have to be patient. You have to make sure that you're watching all different kinds of ultimate rares because you're going to see some that are there one day and then gone the next. Like I watch ultimate rares all the time and it'll be there, it'll be gone, be relisted again at a higher price or it'll just be like, taken off the market, gone, you know? So yeah, these ultimate rares are something you definitely want to be patient. Don't jump on right away. Um, and be careful because there is shady people out there with these ultimate rares. Like they'll send you, um, that's what I mean by like, they'll take it off and list it as something else. So like, it'll be, I don't know. Like you see how this is like a, this is like a, I was trying, that's what I was trying to bring up, but it's really hard to see. Like, I don't know if you guys can see it on YouTube, but like on my screen, it's hard to talk about because it's all blurry. It's like, it's kind of like a overstretched. Uh-huh. But if you guys can look at like the, the first card on the slide, if you guys are watching the video, um, that's a, that's an ultra rare. Yeah. It's like, not an, an ultimate. It's, it's not an ultimate. It's not an ultimate. And some people will say like, this is an ultimate. And it's oh, really hard to tell. So look for that texture. And like, some people will also like, 
say like this is the ultimate and have it like at a at a crazy price. But you got to look at where the ultimate came from. Go look at you know what set it is because they're a lot like yeah. the collector rares where they're super like nobody cares about that ultimate rare. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you grade. I mean, I, I've seen people. 10, you know? I've seen people um list ultra rares as as collector rares, and it's like that's not even they're just copy pasting like someone else's listing. Yeah. So yeah, be careful when you guys are searching for the collector rares because there's a lot of people that aren't aware of what they have, or maybe someone bought something from like a or got something from a yard sale and they listed it wrong or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, people are trying to flip these cards, but there is a lot of opportunity out there. It's just a very very hard market to navigate but if you have the eye you have the experience and you have it under your belt and you're into Yu-Gi-Oh, i really challenge you to go out there and look at some of these ultimate rares because there's a lot a lot of opportunity these are just my favorites that i put out there these are ones that i would put in my collection and be like Shoot, these, remember these, some, uh, of these pops, some of these pops are crazy low dude like crazy rem- crazy remember like when um remember when adam uh sent some cards with me to grade he sent all his Yu-Gi-Oh cards he had championship cards and he had those ultimate rares that he got tens on yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I do, I do. We're like, dude, how did you get those? Yeah. How did you yeah, get those? Yep. That's crazy. The, and when I went, when you, if you want to know a good filter for looking for ultimate rares, you can go on TCG Player, go to the advanced filter, and they have just the rarity um, section. Click on ultimate rares, and that normally gives you like a good list of all the ones that you can go looking for. Um, and then I would go on eBay. Obviously, don't, don't buy ultimate rares through TCG Player. That's going to be really rough. Um, they're probably all going to be beat uh, if you're looking to grade them. Yeah. But uh, yeah, go on TCG player for the whole list of ultimate rares, find the ones that you like, make sure you're experienced. And uh, I think that's it. I, is, I think there's some more slides. This. I think I just added some more cards that I liked. Let me see. Oh yeah. The next one. Yeah. Oh yeah. So this right here, this is another one that is Those extremely, are nice ultimate extremely, wares. extremely low. Yeah. Another ultimate rare. Like I want to bring up different ones. So the last one was elements of heroes neos all those popular characters um from older sets this right here is also from older sets but these were the second generation like god cards so if you guys know the three egyptian gods um raw raw obelisk and slifer this was in the second season of Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh gx you had uriah ravel and hammond so these were the sac- three sacred beasts so these, these are came out these are time. great value god cards <laughs> <laughs> They're yeah. the great value these, gods. These cards right here are actually very, very rare in terms of their ultimate rares. Um, especially Ravel, the one that looks like Obelisk. Yeah. He's like extremely hard to find in, in graded in a PSA because a lot of them are just regular ultra rare, uh, ultra rares. They're not ultimate rares. So again, be very careful with that um, when you guys are shopping around for these ultimate rares. But again, this is another very popular set of uh, ultimate rares if you guys want to go out there hunting for them. And this would be more of what was in Kaiba's suitcase, I guess you could say, in terms of ultimate rares, these three cards right here, um, uh-huh. because their pops are super, super low. Those are clean. So I, I like those. I don't know I if just, you guys can tell. I, I couldn't even find screenshots with 10s. I like screenshots the way I these here look. Nine and eights. They look awesome here. You can, you can yeah. see the texture on them. Yeah, they're dope. Nice. All right. And uh, I think there's maybe one There's more another one. one. Yeah, there's one more, one more slide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom. Boom. And then this one right here. So these right here are another uh, set of cards that I would just enjoy. Like, if I could have Ooh, Cyberdark one. Um, a set of cards, this would be, like, the set of cards I oh would want because it came, it came all, all in Ultimate Rare. So, like, if you guys watched the, the second season of Yu-Gi-Oh!, um, Zane Truesdale had, like, a Cyberdark Dragon, which was... He was kind of like Kaiba, where his, his, uh, his Cyber Dragons were kind of like Blue Eyes, 
and then he would always fuse them together and he make a cyber in dragon which i have here as well which comes in ultimate rare so this is what i was saying pick popular characters think of sets think of ways that you can market or push these cards out you know what i mean in ways that like you would want to collect it like i would want to collect a cyber dark dragon fusion ultimate rare as well as all of its ultimate rare like counterparts that make up that card you know what i mean you know what these remind me of the ex era of pokemon like no one really collected ex rares then you have like Yu-Gi-Oh during this 2006 2009 time frame of ultimate rares and like you just they don't make them anymore you know what i mean yeah 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 it's like the yeah, same thing. About. This is literally like the EX hollows of, of Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, and they're super hard. Nobody nobody really wants to buy them, and, and people list them. You know what I mean? You're gonna find the, like the prices like all over the place, right? And then nobody really messes with them too much because like they're kind of hard to grade and whatnot. But when you do grade them, and you get a, a solid gem. It's like it's there, and you got it. So this is like a gem that I want to put out to you, you Yu-Gi-Oh guys. That's equivalent to an EX. So it's a really good way to put it in. I appreciate that. Um, but that's basically what I'm trying to say here. Is like these cards are very hard to grade, but they're gonna be very rewarding if you know how to do it. So yeah. again, like I was saying, think popular characters. Cyber in Dragon, popular character. Uh, a lot of these ultimate rares are gonna be back from that second series of Yu-Gi-Oh. So if that is your, um, if that is like your flavor to uh, flavor of Kool Aid, you guys will know this very very well. It'll be very easy for you. Um, but again, think sets too. Cyber Dark Dragon, ultimate rare, and then have its counterparts. Cyber Dark Edge, Cyber Dark Keel, um, and Cyber Dark Horn, you know. Yeah. Even if they're in, uh, you know, different grades, a 7, 8, a 9, and then you have a 10. That's still a set, you know what I mean? It's still pretty cool. And anybody else that's out there that's collecting for that era or likes that era of Yu-Gi-Oh, you're going to have someone that's interested, you know. Yeah. So, again, and then this would be like my Holy Grail right here. This uh, Elemental Hero Flame Wingman. That's an ultimate? That stick. Uh, that right there is a ultra. Oh, okay. But there's an but ultimate comes, rare of that. Yeah, he, he comes in ultimate. Yeah, that's pretty clean. I like the foil, the green, and the red. That look, that yeah, yeah, it looks even looks even doper with the with the uh, texture because the texture oh. has that same like red and green. Yeah, yeah, it's sick. So, again, Cyber guys, Dark Edge, dang dude, this reminds I know, me. I know, dude. I think it looks clean. It reminds me of Duel Links. All right, nice. Yeah, so that's it for the Kyber segment. Um, go check them out, guys. These are very hard cards to snipe out and very low pops. If you guys go check PSA, like all ultimate rares, they have very low pops. Very, very low pops. And uh, there's a reason for that. It's because they're hard to grade and not a lot of people were interested in them. So, nice. Well, I got to take another look at Ultimate Rares. All right. Moving on this week to Digimon. We got a little surprise for you guys. Here we go. Digimon. 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 All right, guys. Uh, we got some news this week for, for Digimon. And news in terms of like, we got... We got more information to to solidify our Digibattle pool rates um, and the name of science and the name of research. Uh, we have a massive Digibattle Series 5 opening today. Brought to you by our Discord member, Wienerschnitzel. This guy's a baller, dude. A.K.A. A baller, Eric. Right? Oh, dude. Um, we're opening... I He's- think to- Today is going to be six booster packs of Digibattle Series 5, and that's what's going to be the segment. I'm going to show, if you're, if you're listening on Spotify, you might want to pull up your video format. Hey, how much, how much do these packs go for each? I'm just curious. Um, about 400 to 600. And you, each. how many? He how opened, many is it five? He opened six in this sitting. Six? 
Yeah, but he's had more. He has more. He's because he, remember oh he sent us God. other videos where he's probably opened. Yeah, no, no, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm saying though. Jesus, I know that he's opened right close now? to half a case on of of other stuff. So, oh, dude, he's about to pop two grand. Uh, yeah, yeah, just about two grand, two hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. Um. So this this comes from our Discord member, um, Wiener Schnitzel, and uh, you know, he sends us stuff so that we can continue to see what it is to open these packs and stuff and also see if the pool rates are right, things like that. Make sure that, you know, everything's congruent with what we're putting out because when packs like this don't get opened, it's hard to, it's hard to prove the pool rates, right? So that's why a lot of people will call me crazy, right? And they'll say that the foils are the best thing in the world and they're, they're nice cards. Nobody's arguing that. Um, but a lot of this lore of what you should collect versus how it was intended to be can be brought to light and you can see for yourself. Um, so that's what today's segment is. It's all about Digimon. Here we go. Thank you, Eric, for sending these over. It means a ton. And this is a long video because we open a lot of packs. Here we go. What's up, everyone? Got the Bud Light. Uh. <laughs> If you're watching, if you're listening on Apple, you might want to tune into YouTube or Spotify to see this on video. It's 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 crazy, dude. dude I love it. Just just ripping the pack. Obliterate, obliterated that yeah. pack. Let's see what we got here. Elephant Mon, Kabuki Mon. Oh. Bow. Okay. Whoa, what, dude? That's a Bayhumon, Bayhumon Hollow. God damn. Yep. Dude, you know what's funny is a. Uh, that's a JR. sick holler to get. Dude, wow. dude, JR is into Digimon, and he, he pulled that, and him and him and Noah were fighting over it. Huh. Oh, yeah, the White modern, Tiger? Yeah, modern Digimon yep. stuff. Yeah. So the cool thing about wow. that is that Bihumon is one of the gold Back stamps you can get, too. Yeah, wow. and, and Eric makes That's a great point butter, here. Dude. Holy smokes, eh? It looks great, yeah. <laughs> that is so nice. <laughs> Dude, that those, uh, that hollow one, does look really I did good. I not on there. have a pack fresh one. It He's does got a pack really fresh Bayhumon now. Wow, yeah. that makes me want to open every single one. And uh, here's a red pack. Okay, we'll open up this a red one. He makes a great point though, where it's like okay. he talks about the foil and the golds later. And I think I honestly, I think the best foils <laughs> to get are the ones that have gold stamp okay. variants as well. Those on there are pretty good. So he got Ooh. one of the holy beasts. This is too late now, eh? I don't know. I don't know if I'm getting good at opening these or not, but... Blasting that pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, just... You, no... There's no consideration for that pack. No, no nothing. They're tough to open. Just, they were they were sealed. Like, getting you, it down. You ain't resealing Digibattle packs. I don't think so. Here we go. We got a... Uh, Sagittarimon. Oh, wow. Gold Stamp Azulongmon right there is another Holy Beast. Wow. He's just thrilled. He's saying, wow, if you can't hear him, Devin. Oh, I just saw oh, it shine. Yeah, wow. Crazy. I needed this guy, too, to complete Series 5. So he just pulled a hollow, wow, and then he pulled the gold stamp. Awesome. Back to back. That's dope. That is dope. God damn. He's just thrilled. He's just yelling at the, the oh, camera right wow, now. Oh, I'm super happy. Oh, that Impmon's pretty sick. Oh, yeah. So there you go. Gold stamp. Of I was the not expecting that. That is hey. awesome. Wow, That's those are good pulls. Look at that. 
Doesn't get better than that. Oh, gold stamp and a foil in one sitting. Dude, the foil is hard. I like Super the foil. Nice hollow to get the foil's growing on me. I think I it's sick. I love when it's a gold text and you get the hollow from it. That is awesome. And Not good the gold color, text man. I'm it's missing, like that is just... So what he was saying was, I like when... He was wow. saying, I like when there's yeah, a gold yeah, stamp of one card of, and then there's a foil of it. So like Bahimon also comes in a gold stamp. So now he has the gold stamp and the foil of it. Like, I think that's really cool. Today, He's got another <laughs> another four packs here of orange. That's funny. Four packs. He's got the Bud Light again. Yeah, another Bud Light too. Here we go. Four packs. Let's see what his odds are. Keep forgetting about how hard these are to open. Mm, I don't know, dude. There's a whole lot of cuts here. Well, no, I cut them. I edited them. <laughs> I have the whole videos. Okay. I have the full videos. I had to edit them. It would have been it would have been 30 minutes long. That's funny. Search mon. He's sheep mon. Search mon. Uh, token mon. <laughs> Toucan mon. Um, rabbit mon. Infer mon. Uh, elephant mon. Kabuki mon. Kabuki mon. Boom! Another one. Oh wow! Another one. <laughs> Another Behumon Hollow. Keep in mind, these are coming from orange packs. Wow, I just pulled this Remember guy. Remember that. He just said he just pulled this guy. I literally <laughs> just pulled this guy last week when I opened up like two or three packs. Crazy. Crazy, yeah, I'll crazy, take crazy. It. So he's got two pack fresh sure. Behemons. Here's another pack. This is the second pack of four. Yes, and guys, rest assured, I have the full clips. These are not edited, okay? Right, I, I just clipped again. it so that, so that it takes us a little bit, you know, Shorter time. Quicker. Yeah. Here we go. He's got an option. Collapse control spire. Another option. Special bandage. Kangaroo mon. Kangaroo. Option. Mm-hmm. Did you Option. A lot of options in this pack. Holy crap. Another option. Oh my gosh. Pippus Mon, he's a cool Digimon. Uh, there we go. Another foil. Wow. Sagittarius foil. Remember, last time he was with us, he, he got two one of those, too. Hollows. So he's Jesus. two for two on hollows. Two packs. Well, actually, three Not packs, three hollows. After, but two back-to-back hollows. Thick. That's insane. It's key. Nuts. And he's got multiple copies of those? Yeah, he's got two now. Um, here's the third pack. So remember, he's opened three oranges. He's gotten three foils. He's opened one red. He's got one gold. I'm getting pretty... Uh, he's, got, he's got, what, four chances out of ten? Pretty good at opening. Yeah. Great shot. He's got a great shot. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, not right there. Goat Mon. that card. Fumble that card. Chameleon Mon. Option. Butterfly Mon. Option. Poncho Mon. Another foil. Three for three. Dude, these things look sick. Congo Mon. No way, man. So that is he's opened four orange booster Unreal. packs and he's gotten four ho hollows so far. Wow. Here's the last pack of orange. I can't believe that. Three for three. Oh my god. Imagine four for four. <laughs> he's, just, he's just talking to himself. It's so funny. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> he's like, Imagine we go four for four. It's like, Who are you talking to, Eric? <laughs> oh, the devil. There he is. Okay, Leo Mon. Quetzalmon, Mothmon, Swanmon, option, option. Very thought out on that one. Oh, 
Not four. And Sihoman. Hey, so non hollow rare. Three so out of four packs. He went three for three four in this sitting. But he's, God, he opened he opened five. Look at that. Look at that. That's crazy. Wow. Hey, I'll yeah. drink to that. Cheers. So, Cheers. So Eric opened five orange and he got four hollows. That's a that's a eighty percent success rate. And then he got one gold stamp out of out of the whole six packs. Because remember, you can get gold stamps in any color pack. So he went one for six on the gold stamps. He went uh four for six. Um, my bad. Yeah. Four out of five on the hollows. Because they're only in oranges. There we go. Okay. Check this out. Um, that was an awesome video. That's crazy that he got two of the, the Bihumons, like nuts. And then he already pulled a Sagittarius before too. Um, so taking a look at the pool rates. Let's go with the orange because that's where he pulled the foils at, right? Mm. Here we go. Let me pause that. Here is the orange pack pool rates. He pulled Bihumon, who's in this list. He pulled Sagittarius, who's in this list. And Kongamon, who's in this list. All three of the Digimon that he pulled in the orange packs, the foils specifically, were in our orange uh, insert pool. So, so far, we are over, we are 100% with our insert pool. Um, we have yet to pull a card that doesn't belong in the insert pool. Um, he's trying to go for the Omnimon, which I hope he gets, or Imperial Dramon Paladin mode. That'd be sick, too. I mean, Pack Fresh, you can't beat that. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, orange. I think orange is the way to go with Series 5. Either that or it's red. I mean, red or orange. You don't want to go green, but there you guys go. A quick synopsis of the insert pools for Digimon Series 5. The red packs, he could have got a different hollows because that's a different insert pool. But the Azulongmon that he did pull, the gold stamp, that can be pulled in any color. So that's why you saw that there. All right. You got anything on that? It's pretty sweet. That's a lot of no, data. Yeah, that's a lot of data there. Like a lot of data. Um, so Eric, again, thank you for sending that. That helps out a lot with our research and it proved a lot of things that we thought were true. Moving on oh. now, we got Dragon Ball this week. Here we go. Black War Greymon has red, Tony. It's from Red. Supposedly, he's from Red. All right. Dragon Ball this week. We're talking about the God Rare again. We're talking about Bardock God Rare. Um, so there is some sales data out there. Uh, just yesterday, one sold for $1,530. Last week, one sold for $2,900. If you do the average price on those two cards... You're talking about twenty two fifty. That's about the average price um, for the Bardock God Rare. Two thousand two hundred fifty. What price does that sound like? Sounds just like the Vegeta. <laughs> I don't know. Dude. I wasn't. I was in the Vegeta market. I knew that was going to be way out of my price range. I saw you. I saw you flashing around two of them. So yeah. And remember, I paid. I paid. You hey, know, I was, about. I was only looking at the other one. The uh, the other was the secret rare. The Goku? The one? No, no, no. The Vegeta. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Vegeta Secret Rare? Yeah. Yeah, that was the only one I was ever interested in. <laughs> it's like, I'm so, not getting well, the God Rare. Vegeta, Vegeta God Rare debuted at about 16, 1700. And then he went up over the course of the week, you know. And then never dropped. Uh, No, it did drop. It, it was getting close to $3,000 raw, and now it's back down to 2000 ish 
Um, but not like not it hasn't dropped to its lowest. It hasn't dropped past its lowest. It hasn't dropped to fifteen hundred. I don't think. No. I'm sure there are private deals that have gone down where it sold for fifteen hundred. Um. But anyways, here you go. Bardock average price right now is twenty two fifty. We'll track this as the weeks go on, but twenty two hundred is about where he is between these two sales, and we'll. The more sales that happen, like there are plenty of auctions going on right now. Um, but uh, anyone who's hoping he's going to be eight, nine hundred bucks, I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, not when it came out this strong. Like maybe if one had sold for twelve hundo, maybe there's some weakness there that it would be like, hey, maybe this isn't a thousand dollar card. But yeah. I think fifteen hundred is the lowest it's going to go. Um, but I did two PSA ten bar docs. You're funny. Uh, <laughs> uh, here we go. Let's take a look at uh, this link here. This is from Bleeding Cool, and this is they're talking about the God Rare. Um, this is stuff that we kind of missed out on because we had episode 100, and then we had, um, what else am I talking about? Uh, the the two-year anniversary. So we kind of missed out on the news here, but we'll touch on it now. Could this be the next $2,000 Dragon Ball Supercard? In fact, it is. You can see the prices there. Um, a new era is dawning for Bandai's Dragon Ball Super Card game. The long-running Unison Warrior series block has wrapped it up, and the new Zenkai series block launching in September with series of promo cards, starter decks, and full expansion. Okay. Dawn of the Z is 18, is the 18th main set. Um, they introduced the new Z cards, which is known as Zenkai cards. And here we go. We're talking about the, the God Rare, Bardock. Hey, could you hear that right now? Did you hear anything right now? No. Like through my mic? No. Okay, because there's there's always this car that races by oh. like during this time, and I just want to make sure like it's not catching that. Bardock, here we go. Bardock, Origin of Legend, God Rare is the next God Rare. The first God Rare was SSB Vegeta Unbridled Power, released earlier this year with Realm of the Gods. It instantly became the most expensive raw card in the entire hobby. Currently, it is sitting at a market value of $2,027 and has proven to be prohibitively rare. So there you go. That's that's the market value right now for Vegeta, two thousand. Um, it has sold only a handful of times in observable secondary market and is expected to have a rarity of one in every three cases of twelve booster boxes, or even more. As as it is nearly impossible to do to determine the exact rate at this level of rarity. Now I do see Bardock Origin of Legend going. Do I see Bardock going that crazy? Well, due to completionist collectors existing, I do think this will be a thousand-plus-dollar card. I do not think it'll match in value of the Vegeta, though both due to that being the first card like this and its focus on Vegeta, who is a more popular character than Bardock. So this is what we were all thinking, right? Like, Bardock's not as popular as Vegeta. Yes, they're god rares, but it's also Vegeta was the first one. Like, these are all significant things we talk about. Now, the reason I showed you this in retrospect, right? This was printed... September 2nd. The reason I show you that in retrospect is because now we can look back. Hindsight is 2020, right? This is what he's actually selling for. Um, so if you look, if you just do the math, you know, 1525 or 1530 plus 2900 and then divide that number by two, it's $2,000 plus, uh, which is the same. It's literally the same as the Vegeta right now. Um, now, I would be surprised if it drops below $2,000 and stays there. I mean, maybe it's maybe this is an $1,800 card. Um, but after a week of being released, you know, to me, honestly, I, I don't see 
I don't see this being any weaker than the Vegeta. I think if anything, it's going to be equivalent, you know, at the same level. Um, and I really like this card. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. You know, I think it's kind of cool. I think it's cooler than the Vegeta in some ways. It's got Goku in the background there. Um, there's just a lot of story to it, dude. Uh, I just, I don't know. I think they both merit the God rarity. I think they're both cool in their own way. Um, I don't think one's better than the other. I think they're literally the same. Like I view them, if I could have a Vegeta God rare or a Bardock God rare right now, I'd take either or. Like literally just turn them over and give me one. Like I'll just pick one or two. You know what I mean? Um, so that's the prices there. Now let's take a look at what's actually on eBay, right? Because this is stuff that's sold. Let's see what's happening in the future though. Here are the prices currently on eBay. You have one listed for 3000 one listed for 2499 You have one listed for 2500 one listed for 2000 one listed for 2000 and another listed or is on bid for 1525 And this still has about three days, I think, three or four days left on it. So I expect to see something over 2000 again. And then once that happens, I bet you these guys will adjust. Um... But look at that. I mean, on all eBay, you have one, two, three, four. You have six for sale right now. So, um, Bardock Godware is looking strong. I, I have no complaints. I, I think it's right where it needs to be. I'm glad they put out a Bardock because what it is is it's a test of the rarity now. It's not a test of the character. It's not a test of the hype or you know any kind of bullcrap that people try to do to sway you on a card. No, this is a true test of the rarity. Now, if you want something that's truly rare, right? You will buy it because it's rare, not because of the Charizard that's on the card. And I think that makes a lot of people realize this is how rarity works, right? Like, and yeah, you know, the, the character does play a part, but it also pokes a lot of holes in people's reasoning for why things are rare and why they're not. So let's challenge the rarity. If this thing is truly as rare as it is, it, it will hold value. That's just the way it is. That's how that's how scarcities work, right? That's how gold works. That's how anything works. That's how crypto works. Like if something is considered scarce and there's a dire need for it, it doesn't matter what the what the logo looks like. <laughs> it doesn't matter how pretty it looks. It just matters that it's rare. So, uh this is this is a test of rarity and I think it's I think it's appropriate. I think it's exactly where it needs to be. I would have much rather seen a Goku god rare like to be honest. I would have been thrilled i would probably go buy a goku if it was out but um maybe i'll wait maybe i'll wait on this bardock and just let time tell you like, got anything i like the, i like i like the way you put that about the uh it being like good thing that it's bardock on a god rare because now it just helps the god rarity yeah yeah establish it's respect more. the rarity not the not yeah. the not the you know what you yeah. think is rare because like because yeah. i would hate it like if, if dragon ball just started you know, milk in the god rare. Just throwing, throwing, you know, whatever god, god, like popular character they could find, you know, Trunks, yeah. god rare. It's like, oh, come on, you know, everyone knows, everyone knows like Trunks is a fan, fan favorite or like a, you know, or Goku god rare or, yeah. you know, do whatever it is, you know. Yeah, it's, it's a test of the rarity. And this is, this is where like, I think Dragon Ball can That's really, like that. they can really test how far people are willing to go to get something because it's rare and you appreciate this because it's rare not because of the character that's on it and there's nothing wrong with having a favorite character i'm not saying that but like start thinking about that that this is the same argument i was making about lost origin 
right? But You're like, a Tina. Collecting, collecting would get boring or like bland if it was just the same character over yeah. and over and over but, and over. But Giratina is literally the same rarity as the Charizard alternate art in Brilliant Stars. Which one do you think is going to make it further? The Charizard. Why? Because it's Charizard. Like, you start to poke holes through people's reasonings. Then why are you charging so much for the Giratina right now? You know what I mean? Like, you got you to gotta learn to respect the rarity, or are we just doing things? Are we just bumping up the price because of the person on the card? There's like, there's a fine line of understanding both. Do I think a Goku God Rare should be the most expensive card out of all of them? Yes, I do. But doing this second <laughs> makes people think twice. Do I want to flip this card, or do I actually like this card? You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of uncertainty here, right? Like, a lot of people are like, I don't know if I want to spend 2000 on Bardock. I'd spend 2000 on Vegeta. I don't know about Bardock. He's like, well, then you don't care about the rarity. You care about the person on the card. Go get, go get a Vegeta card that you know isn't as expensive. Then, if you like it so much, and then it really pokes holes. Like, well, I don't want that. It's like, well, why? Well, it's not expensive. It's like, well, but this is a God rare. What do you mean? Yeah. Well, you know, it's like you have to. You, I think it makes people understand what they like. You know, they have to question themselves why they do stuff. Um, next God rare is going to be Pam. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if they did that. Nah, I wouldn't like that. That would suck. Well, I'm just God saying I wouldn't be surprised. Like, make beers, make beers or something. You know what I mean? Like something cool. Make beers, God rare. That'd it would have be been really cool if they kept it to all, gods only. Purple, like an all purple metallic card, like that would be sick. It would have been cool if they kept it to gods only. That would have been dope. Or people with god power. You know, that like okay, there's a lot of characters you could throw in there. You know? Yeah, and then it w- what would be really dope too? They could actually like you know, like if they with their new season coming out, just have have a secret rare come out where nobody knows what it is. They don't debut it. You know, like how Yu-Gi-Oh came out with the, uh, the Feral rare and didn't tell nobody that it was in the set. Like here's, here's a King's yeah. court and yeah. it has collector rares in it. Yep. Have at it. And then even on the card list, they didn't even have it on the card list. I think subsets are a great way, are a great way to increase like, the value. Yep. Yeah. Whoa. These, these, uh, Feral rares are in there. Do the same thing. Like with these, uh, these God rares, you know, maybe throw a character in there that nobody knows has God power right now. Don't even, don't even uh, put it on the roster. And then when someone pulls them, let it be like, whoa. There's lots of stuff you could do. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I don't know. God rares are sick. I'm glad that they, I'm glad this Bardock is getting some hype though. Cause I didn't really, I didn't realize that was Goku in the back. So when we talked about that last time we talked about this God rare, I thought that was dope. That brought some attention from me and some interest to this card too. Um, would I buy it? Probably not, um, but would you be buying any card for two thousand bucks right now? Though that's the thing. Would I buy any card for two thousand bucks right now? I mean, yeah, I wouldn't buy this one for two thousand bucks right now. I I know that's probably that's I I if Vegeta is gonna sit at two thousand bucks right now, right? That's where he's sitting right now as a God Rare, and that being the first God Rare, and him being a more popular character, taking all that stuff. I think this one maybe goes to like 16, 18, and that's where it sits at. So I don't think I'd buy it for two grand right now. But I might be wrong. I might be right. wrong. Well, yeah, but you're that. not even in the market for the card, though, because you don't like Bardock. That's oh, yeah, the thing. I don't like Bardock. No, no. That's, yeah. that's, that's exactly what I'm talking about. People are like, oh, you know, I don't want to buy the Bardock. It's like, dude, no. Like, are we talking about price or are we talking about because you don't like the card? You know what I mean? Oh no, I love the card, but I'm saying like I wouldn't, I I don't like it that enough because like if he went down in price and I got stuck with him and I was like, dang, I got taken some. He wouldn't though, you know. Uh, I negative equity, I'd be like, hey, 
I think I think I think if you're buying a card for this much money, you have to grade it and you you instantly increase the value and then you sit on that. I would not sit on it raw. For sure. Well, no, yeah, no, I'm not sitting on it. I'm not dude, the chance to grade this, it come back at 10, that'd be dope. That's what I'm saying. So what what let's say let's say it goes down to 1800. A PSA 10 will probably still clip 3500 bucks. Yeah, but at the chance that you don't get a 10, screwed. Well, I mean, Dragon Ball Super has some of the best ratios for grading there are. They probably much, have some of the highest gem mint rates. How much did a nine Vegeta go for? Um, we could check it right now. Actually, let's check. Let's check it right now. Do 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 do. Let's see this. Oh, that's a ten. No, that's a ten, huh? Yeah, that was five five thousand something for a ten. Because the gem the gem mint rate is just so high, though. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, I, your chances of success are pretty darn high. Uh, they don't even have nines. All of them are tens, and they're still selling for. Look at this. It's four thousand ish. Four thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. Thirty five hundred is the cheapest one. A nine would probably sell around twenty five hundred to like probably three thousand. Hmm. That's crazy. There is no nines that have sold, huh? Well, because it's a high, it's a very high gem mint rate. These cards aren't coming like beat. You know, it's not like Pokemon where you know you pull a chase and you're yeah. like, oh my god, it has a nick on the back. These these are very That's good. What I was looking. taking in consideration, like yeah, Bandai no, these just cards coming are coming in pretty mint style. Then yeah, yeah all I mean, Dragon Balls like that. Lose to create it. All Dragon Balls. I haven't, like graded, that. I haven't graded any Dragon Balls. So I don't know. Oh my! My gem mint rate for Dragon Ball is very high. Um, but yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, I agree, Tony. I think it's gonna. This is this changes the way people look at rarity. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Yeah, I like it. All right. I don't like. I don't like. I don't like Bardock. But that's because I think I'm selfish person. <laughs> I'd rather it be Goku. Yeah. Well, again, you have to, you got to get into the manga, and when he fights Moro. And um, there's some lore about Bardock, and when he fights Granola, there's some lore about Bardock, and like starts to make you draw oh, the lines. There's, there's, no, nah, he doesn't really come back, but there's, there's more story to Bardock. You start to learn more about him. Oh, you get more like background, more origin, like a, like a, like a Broly. Yeah, and then you're like, wow, Bardock has a lot to do with why things are happening to Goku right now. His dad laid down. The foundation, dude. Even though he couldn't I'll go Super Saiyan, out, I'll check that out. Yeah, but I thought he did go Super Saiyan. Now, there's some lore behind that, but I don't think so. He might have had like a elevated, you know. Bardock was special, but he wasn't like Goku. No, but he's the reason right. why Goku's the way he is. All right, moving on. I want got- to see this card do good, man. Because I like God rares. I think they're coming out sick. They are. I. If you saw one of these in person, you'd be like, Pfft. "Oh my yeah, god!" Yeah, I, I would. They're I, insane. I see them online. I'm like, "Well, it's crazy," but I would, I would think I would be upset though. Like if they came out with the Pam, I think I'd be upset. I'd be like, "Dude, that sucks." Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, well, I, I think if they came out, I think if they came out with like a, you know, what's Beerus's brother's name? Champa. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's just not a lot. That of would start driving. Thing. That would start driving. That would start driving it down. But I guess. 
I don't well, know much about Bardock, and you're probably right. He might be he might still be a strong enough character to carry carry it. Because I think if they came out like a chomp of God Rare, you know what I mean? Or like some character that nobody cares about. To me though, it's gonna drive that God well, Rare rarity no. down. The, yeah. You don't the, think so? The, this is what it is for me. Just like with Bardock. Instead of finding ways why I didn't like the card, I started to think about why this is a cool idea. And I do the same thing for Champa or Pan. I would try to understand why they did it and then look at those reasons and be like, there's, there's a case here. You know, may, I may not agree with it, but it makes sense. There's, there's an idea behind this. And then it would make you respect the character more. Like, you look into Pan more. You look into Champa more. And maybe you find out there's a story to them. You're like, oh my gosh. This this makes sense. Now Pam would be a little more difficult with newer character, but yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. like with Bardock, the first thing I did when I saw this card, I didn't go and do what everyone else did and be like, oh my gosh, this is nothing compared to v- Vegeta. I was like, hold on, let's think critically about this. It's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Look at the name of the card. Look at the artwork. Like, kind of cool. No, it's sick. But I'm saying I'm getting like I just don't. I, I'm getting like that feeling like we're like like it's like Pokemon feeling where they're like, oh, you like alternate rares. Oh, okay. oh, you like character cards? Okay. And they just start throwing these nonsense Pokemon yeah, character cards. Like, right. Come on, man. Now the now the character cards suck. Now the alternate rares suck. You know? Yeah. Like, and, and that, they're like, Bardock's kind of like second tier. Yeah, well, not second tier. He's like A tier. He's like A tier character. You know what I mean? In terms of Dragon Ball lore. I just like, I, I would hate to start seeing like them start. Like next one is Goten. Uh, it's like a, it's like a SS3 Gotenks or something god rare it's like who nobody cares about that he doesn't even have a story yeah oh goten it'd be a little upsetting but goten's i could see yeah maybe yeah. maybe yeah maybe but right. i don't know it's, you gotta you just gotta <laughs> you gotta think about some it right ghost, it's like it's like it's cool. like listening to a band when they come out with a new album mm-hmm. most times when a band comes out with a new album i don't like it like very rarely i hit play and i'm like oh this is sick Usually I have to run through the entire album and because I'm so used to their old stuff, their old formula, I'm like, why didn't they just stick to the old formula, the old Vegeta? Why didn't they just keep that idea? Now, I, Yeah, I guess that's a good You have to adopt it. this yeah. new mindset and you're going off of what happened before instead of just being like, let's appreciate this for what it is and try to, you know, look at it. So like, it usually takes me two or three tries, sometimes even like a year before I adopt yeah, the idea of a new album. And then I'm like, wait, that's a good, that's a good play. Why yeah, didn't I so listen? I, to, and I then, but then I think I'm like, this has been out for two years, and I'm just now listening to it. Why didn't I appreciate yeah. it when it came out? And it's like, well, I was stuck in my ways of they should have made the same album again. They should have did the yeah. same thing that their bread and butter should. It's like you got to think like you know, it's tough. No, I understand what you're saying though. It's just yeah. No, could I there have been a better choice? Man, I I like the fact that 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 Dragon Ball now has like a Starlight kind of like yeah. a Starlight type chase to their to their genre, which is what I like. Regardless of whatever character it is, I don't really care. I just like that it has like that super extreme extreme rarity. Yeah, it would just suck if it started getting overpopulated by characters. No, they, that they, I think I. Well, I guess you could say timeless. this: characters, char- characters that aren't timeless is what right. I right. Mean. Well, I think yeah. I think Bardock is a good a good choice. There are better choice. I think there's a higher tier than him, but like I think he deserves to be on a God Rare. I think he's cool. Like I would probably go as low as to say like I think you cap it at like. <laughs> you know, at like Gohan or Trunks. Like that's as, that's as, that's as low as you go on like the character, the that's characters, what I'm right? Saying, yeah, Cause like, yeah, Trunks, Trunks. But God I think he, Trunks rates Trunks it though. I'm not God a Trunks Born. fan, but he would rate it. Yeah. 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 Like, but that's what I'm saying. But a lot of people like Trunks. So more people could get behind it and still support the rarity having it's, you know, I like Bardock more than Trunks. That's just it. me though. I like, Bar- I like Bardock more than Trunks too. I don't really but like, like Trunks. Gohan, so um, Gohan, I think rates it. Um, 
Vegeta, Goku, Gogeta, Vegito, like Brawly. I might, be, I might be all right with the Piccolo one, a, a Frieza one, a Piccolo. A Frieza, Frieza would be great. You know, you know Cell would Piccolo. be great. Yeah, be sick. You know, um, <laughs> but yeah, I guess I think there's plenty of plenty of other people you go with. But yeah, that was a long tangent. I'm just saying, like, I just don't want to see. I I'd love to see the God Rare stay exactly where it's at. Like, yeah, extremely respected, extremely expensive. Like, that's what I want to see. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. This this one this one was hit a little bit different on initial response than the Vegeta. Vegeta was like a no brainer, like oh, pff, sick. This one's like yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know, but it's yeah, just people I, hoisting. After people I took like, a yeah, second, I'm going for it. yeah. After I took a second to think about, it, I was like, this is dope, clean. All right, yeah. It's growing on me now. I get it. Moving on, we got Capsule Corp this week. Here we go. It's dope, dude. I like this one. Oh, dude, this is so sick. <laughs> Piccolo, no thanks. All right, guys. <laughs> All right, guys. Cap score segment. This is uh, the segment we talk about cards that um, are not talked about very often or outshined by sets. Um, but this here, this is um, a set of cards or a genre of, of Dragon Ball Super cards um, that we haven't talked about. This is Dragon Ball Super. This is Dragon Ball Heroes. Heroes cards. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Dragon Ball Heroes cards. Um, and there's a few things I want to touch on here. These are just my favorite and the ones that I'm currently looking at. Um, I look at these cards more and more each time I get on eBay just because they really pop and they really catch my eye. The thing I can kind of say about them, they kind of have like a, um, what's that one set that you always talk about? Like people think the cards just look sick um, from Digimon and that's why they're like expensive. The Alpha Evolve stuff? Yeah, like the Alpha Evolve stuff. That's kind of like the the vibe that these Dragon Ball Heroes cards have, like the Alpha Evolve stuff. Like they look really sick. They got really good like texture and they got really good color and, and hollow foil and all stuff like all that kind of stuff on them so they could be really uh hard to like pick which ones you want to get but we're gonna follow like a little trend here um so if you guys see the if you guys are watching the video format um there's like a full art stance that they they put all the sands in and they put some of the the main villains like in this like certain stance and I think those are some cards that you're going to want to go after because I think those are the ones that are going to stand the test of the time because there's a lot of different artworks of Dragon Ball Heroes. There's all different kinds of um, crazy, crazy Dragon Ball Heroes cards out there. But I think if you're going to start dabbling into Heroes, I think it's best to stay with the tried and true characters that we all know. You know what I mean? So Beast Gohan doesn't have... He just came out in a movie, so we don't know his following too much. We don't know how 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 people will react to him. I think he's dope. Um, I think the transformation's sick. We didn't get to see it too much in the movie, but again, this right here, I believe, is the movie promo. So they have the one with Orange Piccolo and Final Gohan, um, and then they also have Final Gohan just by himself. So if you right. guys are watching the video format, that is the full art like posi- like pose or card that I'm talking about. They have um, you know many- you know those cards come from too, right? what the 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 game the video game vending machine oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, ca- yeah. it's called it's called ultra god mission three ugm3 that's where that yeah, beast yeah, gohan U- comes from he's like one of the three yeah, secret rares you can get yeah check it out but, on uh, youtube do it ultra god mission three on youtube you'll see people play the game to get these cards it's crazy yeah and, and the cool thing too and the cool thing too uh, that danny brought that up is all these cards on screen if you guys are looking at them they're like 40 to 60 bucks on ebay so these Dragon Ball Heroes cards, they're they're not cheap. Like the really like the good ones, they're not cheap, but they're not extremely expensive. You know what I mean? So you're gonna have 
if you're working with a little bit of money or you're working with you're working on a budget you're gonna have to make sure that you're, you're picking right ones if you're trying to flip these cards obviously but me talking from my standpoint i'm not trying to flip these cards i'm trying to build a collection and i think the beast gohan i keep trying to call him final gohan but beast gohan um I don't know how to say that, like that pose where he's standing like that. And if you guys look at the Gogeta that's in the middle of the uh, of the slide, they both have the same pose. And there's a Vegito that's like that. There's a Goku that's like that. And it's all of them in their like final form, their final transformation. Um, I think that'd be a super sick set to have. I think that'd be very enticing. Um, I think it looked good on my shelf right here. So that's why I like the Dragon Ball Heroes cards. I think they pop. I think they have a lot of character. Um, if they entice me, I know they'll entice tons of other um, collectors. But let's move on. That's just final Gohan if you guys like him. Beast Gohan, my bad. Oh uh, this my Vegito God, card, <laughs> dude, dude, this Vegito card is actually pretty sick. Uh, I've seen it in, a, I've seen it a lot, like on social media. A lot of people promote this Vegito card, um, but I just think it's sick. It kind of has a really dope, like silver texture slash foiling to it. Um, that's what really brought me into the card, and I like Vegito. Uh, the Gogeta again. That's the pose that I'm looking at. That's the the full art posture card that I think is going to do really well over time. Um, but again. It's just for my collection. If we had to bring in two, I guess you would say like uh, all in one cards. If you're like, hey, I got, I'm only gonna buy one Dragon Ball Heroes card. Only one Dragon Ball Heroes card could sell me. It'd be these two on screen. Um, so you have the Goku with like all of his forms, all the way from regular, yep, Super Saiyan, Super Saiyan two, Super Saiyan three, God, um, SSB, and then him in like Master, Master, Ultra Mastered Instinct, Ultra Master, yep, yeah. And then uh, next to that one, we have basically the same thing. Vegeta with his uh, Ultra Divine SSB or whatever that is. What is that just, called? Just a, just like an elevated Super Saiyan Blue. Like ultra Blue. <laughs> ultra his blue. Royal Blue. Yeah, Royal Blue, whatever it is, where he's all sparkly. And they even have little sparkles on it. Like, I don't know. I don't know if the, the slides are doing this justice. Like I said, it's it Super looks Saiyan Blue Plus. Screen, but these cards pop and they look sick. Um, and again, it shows Vegeta in all his forms, uh, which is super dope. And then if you guys are like me and you like cards that go together, um, these are really... Have you seen the I new movie? Really, uh, Superhero? I watched I watched some of it and then I fell asleep. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 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 It's terrible. Yeah. But I Wait. think I've watched, I've watched enough of the part that I fell asleep at to know what happened. You know what I mean? Well, you need to just fast forward halfway through the movie. It's actually pretty good. Yeah, I, they I have to tell will. the story, the boring story in the beginning, for it all to line up at the end. It is a little slow yeah, yeah. first. Yeah, yeah, but um, these two cards are here at the bottom. Um, they kind of go together. It's just Goku and Vegeta and their SSB forms. I think these cards are sick. I think cards that collab and go together um, are super cool, and especially when it's Goku and Vegeta because they're like a duo and they're like polar opposites. Um, and they fit together. So in terms of collecting, you know me, I like my sets. Um, so I would collect all these final form villains and Saiyans and from the Dragon Ball Super. If you guys are having a hard time distinguishing what Dragon Ball Heroes cards get, just get the ones you like. I think they're all awesome. They're all super cheap. And um, I don't think a lot of people are looking at them. So there's probably a lot of good quality ones out there. Yeah. And that Gohan Beast, the secret rare is like 40 bucks, 35, 40 bucks. Um, yeah. All these are like anywhere from like 40 to But they're hard bucks. to get, guys. They're hard to get. Uh, the secret rare is like you gotta you gotta play that that vending machine in Japan. You gotta play that game a few times before you can get them. Um, 
but I love that idea that like you play these games and then they, they give you like a pack of cards and like, you know, you get yeah, like, and like the other thing too is like, Hey, a lot of these cards are going to be coming from Japan. So just, just know that, you know what I mean? That they're going to be coming from Japan. So if you don't like ordering from Japan, you got to find a U.S. seller, but most of these cards are coming from Japan. So you're going to have to get over that. If you want to get your hands on some of these Dragon Ball Heroes cards. Hold on, dude. Chris, you need to watch the movie again. Why? What happened? I'm not even following the chat. What happened? He's talking about Orange Piccolo. Orange Piccolo? Dude, Orange Piccolo is... He's legit, dude. See, this is the thing. Chris probably watched the movie, but he doesn't follow, like, all the stuff, but... It's been published that, like, Orange Piccolo is on the level of Goku now. After the tournament of power, so imagine Goku's power after the turn after the brawling movie. Actually, right? Can can you guys comprehend like a base Goku after the brawling movie? Comprehend that? That's where like Orange Piccolo's at. Like he's around that level right there. That's pretty damn strong, right? Now Goku can obviously ascend and go you know blue, which I don't think I don't think Orange Piccolo's at that level. But even if you yeah you are living in the past because <laughs> if you <laughs> He said, I'm an old head. Because think about it. In the movie, Gohan even states that Goku and Vegeta probably wouldn't have been able to beat Cell Max. Dude, see, that's what I'm talking about. Hold on. Card, card Habit said, Trunks out there bringing a sword to fight with energy beams. That's what I'm saying, too. Okay? Who likes Trunks? He's, got a, he's bringing a sword to fights with Kai Blast. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Yeah, okay, go on. Keep, keep keep going. I'm sorry, I had to hit that real quick. <laughs> he said Orange Piccolo is better. <sighs> Orange Piccolo is better than Chris. Dude, Orange Piccolo is literally like, he might be as strong as like Super Saiyan Blue. Like that's that's literally where they, they put him. And they're saying that Gohan Beast probably ascends Gogeta. And they're saying that Vegeta and Goku probably wouldn't have beat Cell Max. That's how strong these guys were. And yes, Orange Piccolo got tossed by Cell Max, but he still fought him like for a long time and like literally is the only reason why Gohan was able to get to where he was because he was like, I'm going to get my ass kicked for as long as you need, Gohan. You just you just let me do what you need to do. <laughs> just get mad, Gohan. Just, yes. Just oh my get mad. Gosh. Get mad. <sighs> See, but yeah, guys. Um, if you just so watch the shows, well, I get it, though. If you just watch the movies and the shows, you'd be like, these guys suck. But if you actually listen to what the creators are saying and what the manga is saying, and if you actually look at the power scaling, it's starting to make sense that Goku and Vegeta may not be the best. I think Brawley already proved they're not the best. Then there's nothing wrong yeah. with that. There's yeah, nothing they, wrong they, with that. It just means that there are more people on their level, and that's fine. That means even, anyone even can get... Even the Terminal of Power showed, like, yeah. scaling aspects. Like, hey, Vegeta and Goku are not top tier you know what i mean like they're up there they're, they're, they're all in, the way up there but they're pretty not, much they're gonna pretty be. much what it is now is like they're saying like in dragon ball super if you're in the top 10 whether you're number 10 or number one you can get got by anyone in the top 10 on any given day the number 10 could right. beat the number one the yeah, number yeah, yeah, one yeah. could beat the number six the six could beat the three because they're all so darn close it just matters who has the best power up at the time that's literally what it comes yeah. out best technique right like that's that's what it's coming down to which is cool because you can you can scale technique like ultra instinct is a technique ultra ego is a technique these aren't power ups they're techniques that they've learned that make their their guy better so like 
Think of it like that. You can scale technique, right? And technique comes down to matchups, right? Because now we're talking about fire versus water versus grass versus rock. Those are those are elemental matchups. Doesn't matter how power, powerful fire is, it will always lose to water pretty much almost every time. So that's where you got to start thinking like this is where Dragon Ball is kind of heading. Not saying they're going to have element types, but their fighting styles are developing, right? Ultra Instinct is a defense evasive maneuver. Ultra Ego is an offensive attack maneuver, right? So they're two opposites. They can get got on any given day if someone slips up. And I think that's cool. Yeah. I can't believe we're fighting over this. (laughs) It's all Chris's fault. Chris over here talking crap. Ah! Anyways, guys, the Caps Core segment, um, if you guys are struggling with, if you guys don't even know, this, the whole Caps Core segment is basically, if you guys don't know know about Dragon Ball Heroes, I don't know what you're doing. It's out there. If you guys are searching up any Dragon Ball Super cards, you definitely have seen these cards out there. Um, just want to touch on <laughs> Dragon Ball Heroes cards. These are some of my favorite uh, that I want to show you guys, get you guys interested in the Dragon Ball Heroes cards, so you guys can go out there shopping and looking for the ones that are your favorites. Um, but if you guys are having any problems finding out which <laughs> ones you like, the stats. again... Again, it's easy. It's easy to go off of the f- popular characters: Vegeta, right. Vegito, uh, Gogeta. That's a sick Goku. Piccolo Gohan card, though. Um, That's better than the one we got in America. Yeah, and and Gohan, and also if there's a character that you like, um, <laughs> like like me, like me, I like I like Cooler, but Cooler's not on a lot of uh, American Dragon Ball cards, like Dragon Ball Super cards. So in Dragon Ball Heroes, he has a lot of sick um, I'm cards. Dying. They have like they even dying. have a Golden Cooler, which is pretty dope too. So, again, guys, Caps Core, uh, Dragon Ball Heroes <laughs> cards. Go check them out. That was sick. I like these cards a lot. I'm glad we got to share it because someone asked about this in the Scouter Report. All right. Moving on to Greasy's Gaming Corner this week. Here we go. Where's my button? There it is. If I could hit the button. There you go. Oh, my God. That was too funny. All right, guys. Wow. We, we can get into some Dragon Ball lore. Yeah, we can... I'm going to have to start sharing some stuff with Chris to educate him because he's just lost. He's he's living in the Cell Saga. He still thinks Super, <laughs> Sa- he still thinks Super Saiyan 2 is better than Super Saiyan 3. Like, oh, no. He hears, he hears the little crackle, the little... Yeah. And he's like, oh, dude, it's over. It's yeah. over. He's, they pulled out the lightning. It's over. Oh, my gosh. Super Saiyan 2. Oh, my gosh. I'm still stuck in the glory days. Like, you're literally at Cell's power level. Gohan base can one-shot Cell, power, cell max or cell, perfect Cell now. Gohan base could just one one shot him. All right. Here we go. Greasy's Gaming Corner. Last time we got to talk about games, we were talking about N64. And we talked about every N64 variant, which is super interesting. Um, And then it got me to thinking, well, you know, Nintendo's like notorious for making different variants of video game systems. GameCube. We never had GameCube growing up as kids, but a lot of my friends did. A lot of people, like houses that we went to, they had GameCube. And I was like, man, I want a GameCube. We never got one. Um, and maybe that's why I have uh, an urge to collect them now because I didn't have them as a kid. Uh, so today we're going to take a look at all the different GameCube variants and, uh, it's coming from that same place we looked at last time. Consolevariations.com. All GameCube variations. This was published, uh, two years ago. Here we go. We're just going to take a look and, uh, this is just baseline knowledge, right? So like before you start collecting video games, you have to start learning stuff about video games before you just go spend money. So what I'm doing is I'm just learning as much as I can, and then at some point I'll say, hey, I should probably buy this or that based on my knowledge now, because I've grown it since then, right? All right, here we go. Number one, the Nintendo GameCube Indigo console. I think everyone knows this one, right? Released in North America, Europe, Australia, and Japan. 
Indigo console with Indigo controller. This model is a DOL number one system. So I think that's a pretty common one. I think everyone knows this one. Mm-hmm. Then you got the GameCube Jet Black, which is one I like. I, I think this one looks pretty dope. Yeah, uh, dope. North America, Europe, Australia. Black console, black controller. Was used in a lot of bundles. So that tells me this is pretty darn common. It's in a lot of bundles. This is like the OG right here, the release color. This is like Costco, Sam's Club, Best Buy. They have probably had bundles. You get two games, two controllers. You know what I mean? All that stuff. Mm-hmm. Number three, Nintendo GameCube Platinum Silver Console. And I think our cousin had this had one. This. Oh, yeah, our cousin had this. Like yeah. Somebody had this. Released Europe, Japan, North America, Australia. Silver Console, Silver Controller was used was used for the most bundled sets. Oh, wow. So it's actually pretty common. I thought this was a little more rare, but it appears this one would be the most common. Maybe that's why we saw it so much. Had to get your Best Buy deals, you know? Two controllers. Get Super Mario and get, you know, GameCube, blah, 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 for whatever, 200 bucks. Now, I've seen this before. This is Spice Orange. Released in Japan and South Korea. Orange console with orange controller. Launch console in Japan. So this was the one that they got right off the rip, which is kind of cool that it pops like that. This model is a DOL 001 system. Okay. I've seen these before. Maybe that's just because I've gone on eBay and looked, and I'm like, oh, wow, that orange orange stands out. So that's probably why you recollect stuff like that. Number five, GameCube Pearl White console. That's interesting. I don't think I've ever seen this one. If I did, I probably mistaken it for silver. Was only released in Europe. Glossy white console with matching controller. It is actually different white than the Final Fantasy version. Is it Final Fantasy? What? Okay. That looks cool. I like the way that one looks. Clean, simple. Ooh, what do we got here? We got a GameCube Metroid Prime bundle. So this has the black one, I guess, and I'm guessing the box is what's most important here. Whoa. Released in Europe and USA. Black console with Samus Iran face. Oh, there's a Samus faceplate. That's pretty cool. Bundled with game Metroid Prime. USA version was also available without the faceplate. Okay, so you have to get the European version for the faceplate. All right, so if you see that on eBay, you know that that's probably from Europe. This is dope. Oh, man. Oh, dude, yeah. GameCube Pokemon XD yes. bundle. Gale of Darkness limited edition bundle. That looks nice. Yeah. So released in North I wish, America. I wish they would have done with the black. The the black uh, GameCube would have been way sicker, but I mean. So released in North America and Japan. Silver console with the Pokemon XD pl- faceplate. I thought that was white, but that's actually silver. Okay. Technically, it is a platinum silver console, but it counts as its own variation because the faceplate was officially from Nintendo. Got it. Wow. Bundled with the game. That is clean. I mean, I wouldn't mind looking for one of those. I'd keep it in the box, too. That's awesome. Dude, that's clean. That's so sick. We got a uh, number eight, a Resident Evil 4 bundle. Holy moly. Whoa. That's tight. You can see it there. It's got the Resident Evil 4 logo. Yeah, I see That's it. pretty sick. Okay, released in Europe. Silver console with a black bottom. Oh, it's got a black bottom half right here. Well, I didn't even notice that. That's yeah, cool. it's just little details that make things like, cool. Yeah, you know? If you yeah. ever wonder why something looks different, like when you're on eBay and you're like, that, that, this one looks nicer. It's like usually it's something like this, like, oh, the bottom half is clear, you know, whatever. I, yeah, I noticed yeah, that yeah. With, with the N64s. I was like, why does this red one look cooler than this red one? 
And it, it was because some were white and red, some were red and black. Very little differences. Yeah. Nintendo GameCube Tales of Symphonia console. Symphonia? Whoa, that one's sick looking. What? That's like a pistachio. That's I know. Sick. That's pretty. That's actually really nice. Yeah. I could dope. do without the like faceplate, but that's cool. Yeah. Uh, it was released in Japan with the Game Boy Player and also released in France without the Game Boy Player. Wow. That's cool. You can see right here. Yeah. You, used to put, you put your game right here, which is dope. That's actually really cool. Oh, just dude, that game is Game Boy cool. Advance, just boop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, they should have did that for all of them. see that. Yeah. Imagine where this console would be if they made that available for all of them. Oh, my gosh. I think you had to buy the attachments in America. Uh-oh, Donkey Konga bundle. Oh, that's sick. Comes with the Konga. Oh, that's cool. So it's just a silver Donkey Kong. Uh, I don't see there's a faceplate or is that a sticker? The face uh, faceplate looks like. Silver mm-hmm. console, but counts as its own variation because the faceplate was officially from Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Bundled with the Donkey Konga. That's cool that they had that. I didn't even know that was a thing. Who played that? It was released in Japan. Man, mm-hmm. I, it's crazy how different countries get different releases. Like you may, you may go your whole life without seeing that. Never even know it exists. Yeah, crazy. So this was like Rock Band before Rock Band. Preliminary Rock Band, yeah. Mm-hmm. GameCube, Hanshin Tigers bundle. Oh my oh, gosh, dude! This pinstripes, dude. That's hard. Is that like a baseball team? Yeah, I guess, yeah, it's a Japanese baseball team, huh? Japanese baseball team, yeah. Controller is black with the Tigers logo. Faceplate is a Tigers logo. Was released to commemorate the first place in the Japanese Baseball League Championship in 2003. That's awesome. It came bundled with an original team shirt and bag. No way. That's pretty different. Yeah, 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 I like that one. I don't don't know the team. I don't know the team. That's sick. Yeah, it's awesome. Metal Gear Solid bundle. Uh Uh-oh. All right. Released in Japan. Box is cool. And has the faceplate. All right. That's not too flashy, but it's cool that you have a box to match it. Mm -hmm. GameCube Panasonic Q bundle. What the freak is... What is that? Whoa. What? That's a DVD player in there. Dude, that thing is dope. What is that? That's fancy. Dude, that's sick. Released in Japan, licensed by Nintendo, silver chrome console with gray controller and Panasonic logo. Came with a gray controller with Panasonic on it. This is officially yeah, partnered it. variation. Oh, it says Panasonic on the controller. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. It can play D- DVDs and GameCube games. That is wow, sick. Dude, but look at the LEDs though. Up. Look at the attention to detail. You got some LED in there. Dude, that's sick. That doesn't even look like a GameCube. That's what's cool about it. It's got the no, handles dude. though. It's got the faceplate. That is. The Panasonic one was the dream. That's insane. I've never that seen this. I've never heard insane. of it. Nope. Me neither. That's sick. Wow. They made, they made a GameCube. That was dude. This is this is PlayStation before PlayStation. Huh? I could see kids being like, dude, I need that. Got my games. Got my movies. No way. No, adults. Adults are like, dude, I get games and movies. That was like us, 20 years old, me. Ivan, I am not sure if the Japanese consoles can play American games. Sometimes people can, um, sometimes people can uh, clear the regions on them, and then I think it works, but I'm not sure, like, out of the box if it does that. 
Nintendo GameCube Starlight Gold console. Ooh, okay, Ooh, a little gold. Starlight? <laughs> Starlight action? Starlight Rare? Yeah, a little Starlight. Released in Japan, oh. gold console with matching gold controller. Gold color is very old. subtle, often confused with silver, so you got to keep an eye out for that. You might find oh. one of these listed as a silver. Only sold in Toys R Us Japan. Yep, the motherland. Yeah. Toys R Us, baby. I think, I think it's the same thing with N64, guys. You have to you have to get it region free. So you can get a Japanese console, but you have to do a region free modification, and that allows you to play any game from any region. I believe so. Uh oh, what do we got here? Yep. Oh, Chase, where oh. are you? Chase, where are you Whoa. at? Customized Gundam Char Bundle or Gundam 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 Char. It's Gundam. That's what Ramsey was saying. Gundam. 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 Look at that. That's fancy. Chase, you gotta buy that. I think that's the only red one, huh? Released in Japan. Red console with matching controller, Gundam logo. Controller actually has a light red top and dark red bottom. Okay. That's an interesting thing to know. See how it's kind of dark right here and light right here? You see that? that? That's a good thing to know because that could be faked. Mm -hmm. Uh, Came with a Gundam Char figurine and Game Boy Player. No way. It's got the Game Boy Player. That's you add this piece right here. I believe that's what happens. Okay. Nintendo GameCube Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles bundle. It's all white. Oh, dude! It's kind of subtle, but it comes with the Game Boy Player again. Look at see that piece right there. Yeah, you just smack. Yeah, you just put that on the bottom. Have you ever seen the videos? There's crazy. Like people will do the videos um, on TikTok or like Instagram where they put all the GameCube attachments on one GameCube. It turns into like a giant machine. Like they're just like <laughs> putting all the pieces on, and you're like, it's not even a GameCube anymore. It's like a freaking That's funny. giant computer. You yeah. got like a mini screen, and oh my gosh, it gets out of control. So this has that pearl look to it. I think it looks pretty cool. Glossy white console. Okay. Released in Japan. Only 150 of this vari- variation were made. There's only 150 of these. Oh, wow. That's pretty rare. Yeah, wow. It's is really rare. 150. That's crazy. Oh, uh, you got the Heineken Black movie. Console. What? What? Oh my god, that's funny. Look at that. Released in the United States, it's estimated between one and fifty of this variation were made. Oh, that's pretty rare. Only maybe one to fifty of these have been made. Wow. Black console with the Heineken How logo. You pay when you purchase ten Heineken bottles. Or is that ten thousand Heineken bottles? No, that can't yeah, be. That's I was like, what? It's got to be 10. Yeah, no way. Yeah. Promo scene on the magazine Vibe of issue October 2002. Wow. Wow. Here's the Heineken Ind- Indigo. Oh, they got Heineken Indigo. So you got Heineken Black. Black. Heineken Indigo. Again, one, okay. in fi- one to 50 of these were ever made. Same, same promo here. That's crazy. Nintendo GameCube ATI console. What is this? ATI. Console from North America. Japan is rumored. It is estimated between 1 and 50 this variation were made, given away to employees at ATI who helped during the development of the Dolphin. Dolphin was a prototype name of the GameCube. Whoa! Oh, so these are like prototypes. Wow. Like This is like, hey, you helped us make this GameCube. We're going to give you a free one. That's what this is. Tight. GameCube IBM. Are you serious? What? It just says IBM on it. Dude, what the? 
Estimated between 100 and 500 of these were made. Apparently, this version was released before the launch date of the GameCube. Not much is known about it. Precursor. What? Yes, this might be like IBM trying to get in on some early GameCube like investments. We're going to put some of our tech in here. Wow, that's kind of cool. It's got the ATI again here. Mm-hmm. Nintendo GameCube MTV Tom Ford console. What oh, the heck? Dude, that's sick. Oh my gosh. That's well, really cool. Action, dude. Released in Europe 2003. Like glossy burgundy. Region code PAL. Whoa. One of this variation was made. How do you get a picture of that? Given away during the December daily MTV broadcasting shows on MTV radio in 2003. That's taken on a flip phone, dude. That's why. Take on a, that's Someone took a picture of it before, yeah, before it was sent on its way. That's 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 a take, that's taking on a razor right there. Look at this MTV camouflage oh. console. That's clean. That's clean too. I love this little handle that they did. Like they basically are like, you're gonna bring this to your friend's house and play. We might as well help you out. That's what yeah. this reminds me of. Yeah. Europe, 2003. Nine of it were made. So this one's a little. This one was more rare, but this one looks cooler. I think. Given away during December daily MTV broadcasting shows. That's so cool. That's just crazy cool. Another MTV. Paul Smith console. Wow. What the heck? MTV went hard on GameCube. One of this variation was made. Same promo for MTV Radio in 2003. I can't believe this. I would have never knew this stuff existed. MTV Snow White. Oh my gosh. What is up with MTV? Same thing. One of this variation was made and wow. same same promo. Also called Mother of Pearl White. It's like, how many times has this been passed around to get this much information? Wow. Crazy. MTV Canadian Maple. What? Dude, that's sick. It looks like wood. Yeah. Like a block. Wow. Like, a, like a block of wood. Only that's one sick. variation was one. made. Wow. Given away during the MTV broadcasting. Wow. That's crazy. Honorable men. Oh, there's so so far we're at 25 different GameCubes. Honorable mentions. You got the Metroid Prime Echoes console. That is clean. What? That's clean. That's thick. That's way cooler than the other one. What? Four of it were made. One of the four consoles was won in a contest. Hand painted in Germany. That's hand painted. Mm. Four of them came in that box. I guess that's nuts. Wow. We displayed every official GameCube at the variation in Gamescom 2018. There they all are. If you guys want to take a look, you just go to consolevariations.com and then look for GameCube. Pretty sure you'll find it. So these are all the variants. What's this green one back there? Is that just a controller? Yeah. Yeah. Blue controller, orange. Man, that would be a sight to see. I'd love to get a picture of that. That's really cool. Yeah, that is really cool. The Congos right there. Awesome. That's really cool, guys. There you go. That's our Greasy's Gaming Corner segment this week. We just took a look at all the GameCube variants. Uh, if you're into collecting vintage video games, hopefully you learned a little bit more. All right. That was sick. Moving that on to sick, Gengar's Grabs this week. Here we go. Dang. I need, I need a GameCube now. I still haven't bought an N64, so I, I got some work to do. All right. Gengar's Grabs, our final segment of the night, and this is our segment about you guys. These are the cards that are shared in our Discord every week. Uh, we have a tab called Gengar's Grabs. And what you do is you join our Discord, you buy a new card, 
when you get that and card in, something. when you get that card in, you share it to the tab. You say, Hey, this is what I got this week. Right? So all it is, is uh your guys's cards shared and uh, we just rank them on what we, what we, our favorites of the week are. Here we go. Number five this week. Fluky. He's got a case. Uh, he bought a case of the new um, ancient tins uh, for Yu-Gi-Oh. The 2022 yeah. ancient tins, I believe. I, for, I don't know the exact name for him. You know the name of him? Tin of something. Yeah. You know, they have tin lost memories. They have all the kinds of different names. I don't know what the name of this one is. I haven't kept up. But he did. That's what I thought at first. He did pull an Altart, blue eyes, Altart, red eyes. He pulled a lot of good stuff. Sick. Fluky actually had a very good week of pulling stuff because he's also number four this week with this Altart Giratina. Oh my god. Yeah, he pulled it uh, and then you Dude, see the character nice. rare behind it. You see the trainer gallery Pikachu. Oh, I do see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah with, with Ash or Red. Yeah, he he pulled that. Uh, from He pulled all this from an ETB. Wow. What kind of luck is that? That's some luck. Dude, that's, that's heat. That's heat. Fluky's got the heat, man. Yep. Nice. Uh, and then, so yeah, he takes two spots. I mean, you got the chase card of Lost Origin, and then you got, I'm pretty sure he got every hit. He also got a Dragoon from this new set of, uh, or the new tins, um, and I believe it's a Prismatic Hollow. Oh, so, wow. So now he's got a Starlight, he's got a Prismatic, and he's got an Ultra. Out. Yeah. Those are those are the uh, the Mega Pack tins, right? The ones yep. that come with the big old packs? Yeah. Yep. Those, those are dope. And there's also yeah, Forbidden Droplet in there. There's a bunch of Altarts. There's a Dark Magician Girl in there. Um, lots of cool stuff. All right. Number three this week, ATM, all the way from Canada with the with the Discord mascot Lucifer Mighty. in the back. You see Lucifer in the back. Yep. Beagle. Yep. Yep. Uh, that's woo. a P. That's a hit. Woo! It's a PSA eight uh, Raichu from Sandstorm. I shared this. The reason this made number three this week is because um, that is a top four card in EX Sandstorm, and we just talked about it. And then he goes and grabs it. So ATM's always listening to us, man. He like literally. We share a card on the on the cord. He's gonna get it. It's just that's how he is, and it's just cool that he appreciates him. So I'm glad we're helping you out. Uh, number two this week, but not number one. Just remember that Disney Dad, aka Christopoli. <laughs> he got a War Greymon Gold Stamp. Another one. This is like his eighth copy. Nice. Um. I did the uh, Digimon price guides recently. I updated it for quarter two, and War Greymon Gold Stamp has actually gone up a little bit in price. Um, not by much, but it has gone. It is trending up, uh, and then the foil is actually trending down a little bit. So that's kind of interesting. But number one this week, it doesn't get better than this. And this, I would, I would be, I wouldn't be surprised if nobody can beat this for the next few weeks. Uh, number one this week. That's a PSA mm. 10 War Greymon Gold Stamp from Series 3. And that goes to mm. Top G, a.k.a. Goatmon, a.k.a. JT. He has, he has one of the three copies in the world. So I got mm. one. He's got one. There's another one floating around here. Um, but yeah. Hey, who is that guy? Hey, if that guy listens, if the third PSA 10 War Greymon listens to the podcast, do we know him? No, I don't think so. Okay, because I wasn't... I was hey, yeah. Dude, join the Discord. We want to. I would like to know, like all, like I think, all three of you guys. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Well, you know, you know, sixty-six percent of the owners in the world. And think about this, though. 
that's sick though right like we have two imagine the third one being the discord like yeah we have all three yeah we know all three it's it's nuts though because you know what i mean you know well the spotlight's been on war graymon for two years now and in two years they've only graded three psa 10s that's nuts how many psa 10 charizards would have popped up you know what i mean um yeah and you know the the average price for these guys is like around two grand like plus like it's a little bit higher than two grand um, so I would, I would like to see these war Greymons go higher. My, my price guide doesn't, doesn't average in like PSA tens, but if you, if you average all the gold stamps together, it's like right around that $2,000 price point. So, um, that I really like that, that, uh, what's it called? Graded, crazy, graded guard two. Oh yeah. 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 The yeah. white looks clean on there. Huh? Say, it yeah. pops. Jeez. That's a nice card. Dude, the gold techs are dope. I'm glad that's sick that two of them popped up this week in the Gengar's grabs tabs. And then to have a 10, I mean, that's crazy. That's, that's dope, dude. There's, yeah. I don't know. I just think, I think it's sick, dude. I think it's sick when people get dope cards and they and we know them. You know what I mean? Awesome. Like they're in our Discord, especially someone like JT. Like, right. I don't know. Like anyone, anyone, you anyone could just on the go visit him and look at it. That, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, hey, dude, let me see that real quick. This look at it. Like, oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. All right. I remember when we when we met at a uh, Frankenstein's. He was like, "Can I see your War Greymon?" And I had it in a box. I was like, "Yeah, here you go." And he was just like, kind of like staring at it, like, "Damn!" And now now he has his own, so it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, and the dude, cool thing too, it's just stick to know that, these, that I like. I, I don't know for me for me personally, it's just like, "Hey, dude, I know these guys." I guess he has a. I, I know the guy who has it. The cool. Well, the interesting thing too is that he has the newer label. So I have a PSA ten in the old label. He has a PSA ten mm-hmm. in the new label. So. Like we're very unique. Like he's one of two. You know what I mean? Um, oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Because they changed, they changed, they, they changed, changed the label. label. Yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. he's actually one of two with the new label. Um, and then you know, obviously we're together. We're two of three, and out of all of them, which is just, I would have thought there have been more tens that popped up by now. But uh, I'll have to check the pops on the nines like, and the eights. Like this is how crazy it is. Like they look. Just think of it this way. Like imagine there was only pop three of of the Charizard. Like say base set Charizard, yeah. pop three of them. Mm-hmm. And well, I think this War Greymon's more rare than Charizard. To no, be no, honest. no, but I'm saying like no, I'm just saying like just the the, the same rarity, same 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 pool, same like same print run, same same, yeah, same, same print rarity. run, same rarity. Yeah. yeah, but but you know, but you know, Charizard. Two people who have three. No, you yeah. have two people. You know, two people who have three. Like there's three of them out there, right? And you know, two of the guys, like Blue Eyes White Dragons. There's three in the world. It's like. Damn. Yeah, it, it's just like Kaiba. Like Kaiba's like, yeah, yeah. I, I there's three, three in the you, world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just me and you. Like, dude, I don't know. It's just sick. and I'm gonna like, rip your card. <laughs> exactly, and there's like, there's nobody else out there that has that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. It's no, just it's, sick. It's, it's really sick cool. to have something that's very, very. Low, well, he also has the know, only PSA like, 10 foil right now. He's the only one who holds that's a sick. PSA 10 foil in the world. Oh, really? Only did you battle no other 10 foil? In at PSA, no. Oh wow! So, I think there's I a couple BGS tens floating around, but not not I don't a know, PSA man. ten I just, I just think it's cool. Like, I could go ask him a question and be like, "Hey, dude, can I, can you send me a picture real quick?" And he'll just send me a picture. Yeah. Like, some guy I could be talking about Digi Battle at the card shop. And be like, oh yeah, I, I like I got a I couple friends that great Digi Battle at PSA, and they and they got a PSA ten more Greymont. And the dude could be a fanatic. The the the, the card store owner could be a fanatic. Be like, no, no way. It has, there's only three out there. Doubt your friend has one. Be like, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let me, let's hey, calm. JT. Let's calm. Yeah, hey, JT. Fa- FaceTime me real quick. Hey, here it is. And then just, just show him, you know, like, there you go. 
and him be like, whoa, like, I don't know. To me, that's just dope. It's not like bragging rights. It's not like, like, I'm better than you because I know this guy. It's just sick that like. No, it's cool that our group has it. Exactly. It's yeah. very cool. It's just, sick. I like it. Very cool. There you guys go. Uh, JT wins. That's just, I mean, that is set the bar. He set the bar high for us coming back to episode 101. That is. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. That's top tier. The only other time I've seen one is with you. So that's dope. Like that's it. I'm freaking out too right now. I'm freaking out that that's out there. That's dope. Yeah. Very nice card. I love it. I love that card. All right. There you guys go. That's it for Gengar's Grabs this week. And that takes us to the end of episode 101. If you liked the video, please like, share, and subscribe to the channel. It helps out you guys. It helps us out more than it does anything. Like the video. Like the video. Um, also, uh, if you want to join our Discord, you can do that. That's in any of the links. Um, pretty much any video you'll do see that. of us. If not, send me an email at thepoketowerpodcast at gmail.com. It's completely free. I'll get you in. Uh, lastly, if you Horses really like question. the podcast, if you really like the podcast, you can support us by clicking the links that say support this podcast. And when you do that, you can donate as little as 99 cents a month. And all that does just is it, it funds those massive giveaways you just saw last week with those mystery pumpkins and all that good stuff. That's where, that's where that money goes. It goes right back to you guys. Um, but there you guys go. I'm not going to ask for much more. Links are always in the videos. Thank you guys for watching. Episode 102 next week. You got anything? Yep. You guys know what it is. Check out the episode next week. 102. Same old stuff. We're out. Later. Peace.